0: Hello, friends. Uh, Friendly content warning before we start this episode. We will be talking about the film The Beast from 1975, which includes content such as uh, sexual assault, bestiality, and also the podcast will include us talking about this movie with that content and also a bunch of sex. And if you don't want to hear that, we'll be back next time with something nicer. And now our show hey check it out hey check it out do you like forests all right do you like parlor drama cool do you like priests okay (laughs) do you like beasts do you like ladies do you like beasts and ladies together then hey you might want to check this out what about horses? Oh, right. Yeah. If you like horses, if you like horses, then come on in. We got horses fucking, horses fucking. We got horses fucking all over the place. We got lots of fucking, but horses definitely fucking. So come on in and take a seat with Anna, Josh, and Corey. We'll show you a
1: treat. I regret everything that i said hi everyone welcome to hey check it out the podcast wherein one of us is responsible for (laughs) suggesting that all of us watch a movie and the other two who haven't seen the movie just don't have a reason to say no beforehand (laughs) not that we would have
2: we consented let's make that perfectly clear we consented to watching this movie i warned you that it was horny that and 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 anna my my dear friend and podcasting chum mm-hmm. i propose that uh like a set of uh, 1950s playboy cocktail napkins are horny the movie that we are going to discuss today sarge chasing around the secretary in Beetle bailey is horny the movie we're talking about today goes beyond horny to to the outer reaches of sense to the stars. stars. It goes to infinity and beyond, but (laughs) this isn't my episode or movie to talk about it. Hi everyone. I'm Josh A. Kagan, by the way, this Uh, isn't my episode. It's not my movie. It's not my monkey, not my circus. No, Anna, this is your fault suggestion. (laughs) This is all my doing.
0: Uh, I'm Anna Wasserman. As Josh said, this is my doing. Um, Corey, do you want to tell the lovely people who you are?
1: Corey, hi.
0: <laughs> That's Corey. <laughs> this is, uh, by, by like a, a trickle-down economics kind of way, also Corey's fault. <laughs> how? It's her, well, without her, we wouldn't have a podcast.
2: Oh, no, absolutely not, young lady. <laughs> no way. No no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Corey is beautiful and perfect. and has nothing to do with what happened today i'm
0: I'm an old hag i get it (laughs) i get it no that's that's all right that's hurtful but i'll be fine um you were you (laughs)
2: dignified
0: oh great that's what i'm aiming for thank you so much all right no josh you know what you know what josh you have you have reason to be concerned about me and that's okay so hey i guess Guess what? Check it out. Uh, We are talking about the 1975 French film La Bête, also known as The Beast, directed by Valerian Broczyk, a Polish filmmaker who started his career in animation and transitioned to making live action films, the majority of which were in French and filmed in France because they liked him there and other places were not into his vibe. This film stars Serpa Lane. Elizabeth Hummel, Pierre Benedetti, uh, Roland Armantel, Marcel Dalio, and Guy Trejean. You probably have not heard of any of these people, nor had I, but they're in this movie. Um so this is a very normal movie. Um, I'm, hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna st- I'm going to start us off by just telling y'all the story of, of of how I encountered this film and why I came to love it, despite obvious reasons why I might not. So take yourselves back if possible, if you were alive back then, uh, to like uh, 1991 or so, 91, 92, somewhere in there. Young Anna is at the video store. Young Anna is too young to obtain actual pornography. So young Anna tends to like find potentially nondescript covered uh, erotic horror films in the hopes that young Anna will get to see some naked ladies, because that's one way you can do that back before the Internet. This is before the Internet. And this is in Canada. And this is in Canada. So, you know, and also <laughs> generally speaking, I'm at the video store with my parents. So they have to, they're going to be the ones checking, hey, uh, checking this out for me from the video store because I'm too young to rent anything that indicates that it's only for people of, uh, of the age of 18 and over. And how old were you? Uh, I'm ballparking around 16 or 17. Oh, okay. So not, you weren't a baby. Oh no, I'm not like seven. Okay, great. No, I'm, 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 I'm am I'm a horny teen.
2: Great. like the power rangers i mean not great but whatever.
0: no i mean all teens are n- horny to various degrees some more so than others at any rate i i find a film entitled death's ecstasy the box art of which shows uh an attractive lady being held from behind by uh, a guy who's all like who looks like he's made of green screen basically <laughs> Ooh, erotic anyone could be that man And I'm like, hmm, ooh, erotic. I think I will indeed take this home and peruse its contents late at night when everyone's asleep. As it turns out, the the film in question was not ever, except in this one instance titled Death's Ecstasy, it was in fact La Bête, but it was a hella cut up version of La Bête that was probably at a guess about maybe an hour and 20 minutes, possibly even less. There's a lot to cut. Yeah, this is like the blockbuster version if you will. This is like when I rented Dead Alive from the Blockbuster and it was the cut version and it like the last half hour is incomprehensible. Anyway, I watched it. It was it was a it was sort of erotic. What language was it in? It had been dubbed in English. It has absolutely been dubbed in English. And so I remembered bits and pieces of it. I remembered that at the end, spoilers, at the end the guy had like a monster hand and a tail what? and that there was there were, there was, a guy who was constantly trying to have sex, but kept getting interrupted by people shouting for him and, and a lady who had sex with a headboard. And that's like it more or less. And many decades later I was like, what the fuck was that movie? That was weird. I wonder if it was even called death, Ecstasy. it. Seems like, it seems like there's something more there. So I managed to track it down and it turns out it was labet. So I found a copy of it on the internet at the time with a little bit of difficulty, I had to find like, I found like a weird, like direct download site that had it. And I watched it. And I'm like, yes, this is the movie that I remember, but there's a lot of things in it that I think I would have remembered if I'd seen them. And I do not remember them. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think they might've cut out the entire, all of the dream sequence potentially. Oh, You mean the engine of the film? Yes. I think that might have all been gone. You
1: mean the the reason the censorship board didn't (laughs) want it entering certain countries? Yes. And it was heavily cut and for for release. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that one. Um, so yeah, it was I I, it was certainly a baffling experience to watch it at the time. And it was an, an like I'm I'm gonna say better experience to watch it as the entire film was intended to be seen but still like baffling and weird but i kind of was like huh that was kind of good and so i i got the blu-ray from arrow because they'd released it and i was like now i have a copy of it (laughs) and i watched it with my girlfriend and she's still my girlfriend (laughs) and she kind of liked it too
1: what a lovely story it
0: is the thing about this movie this is the and this will be the end of my preamble the thing about this movie that 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 is key to sort of understanding its strange dual nature is that the dream sequence which we will certainly get to and you will understand the dear listener you will understand better by the end of this podcast obviously um the dream sequence was in fact entirely shot for a different film it was not shot for this film it was meant to be part of uh valerian Borochek's previous movie immoral tales which consisted of five vignettes of varying length and varying sexiness uh and this was shot as part of it but then ended up not making it into the final film so he decided to build another film around it because i guess when you build um a highly detailed uh beast sex suit you don't want to waste it and that's where our story begins joshua Kagan, in general terms, how'd uh, how'd you like the film?
2: Well, as as everyone knows, I have always been Team Jacob, so like in a lot of ways, this was uh, this this was a very satisfying film. Um, <laughs> Ooh,
1: and it's old; it's from like the seventies. Yeah, it's yeah, old. no, like it. no, it's,
0: it's part of your it's part of the kind of films you will you'll watch.
1: Oh no! Oh look,
2: it's an. I mean, first of all, this movie is many different things. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that it's an exploitation film uh it's definitely sure. a genre, it's definitely a genre film it's an art film it's a floor wax a dessert topping it's a lot of things <laughs> I didn't dislike it uh I thought it was beautifully shot I thought it played with a lot of really interesting ideas and I uh and like it's a it's a, it's a tough movie on there's not a lot to do for human dicks in this movie, but there's a lot to do. <laughs> there's a bit. There's not much though. This is not a proportionally movie. Proportionally not much. Yes. Pro- proportionally. Good word. Um, there's, <laughs> it's a lot of dicks in general um, and none of them human. And it's there's a lot one of. There's human dick. Come on now. There is, but not, but not lovingly photographed. And, <laughs> and, and, it, and as, it gets it gets its here a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, I mean, it's fucking fascinating, right? Like, right? I've certainly never seen a movie like it before. Um, I wasn't necessarily, it's very funny. My wife literally walked in 62 seconds after Finn, uh, you know, uh came up. Uh, and she was like, oh, how was it? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she was like, oh, is it really hard to talk about? I was like, don't say hard. Um, <laughs> it's not... Uh- <laughs> It's, I mean, like, here's the thing that it sort of reminded me of a little sort of, kind of, and this goes back to sort of my childhood, where I would sit up until a million o'clock in the morning and turn on cable TV real low and hope to find a movie with some dirty bits in it. And mm. invariably found something like, Ooh, I am curious. Yellow is on. I heard that was dirty. And then, you know, it's like, again, by yeah. the letter of the law, it's, it is a dirty yeah. movie. It's a softcore film, but it's like, but it's not meant. It's not meant to provide the service that pornography provides. No, nope. or. Absolutely not. Or, contrapuntally, maybe it does. I don't know. There's a lot of people in this big old crazy world. It almost in many ways felt like a parody of what French erotic movies in the 70s were. Like, there's no shot of a field of wheat, but, like, if there was a shot of a field of wheat, I wouldn't have been surprised. I wouldn't have blinked. And, like... It's so f- because it's like it's two movies. There's this sort mm-hmm. of comedy of manners, and it's very much, and you know, like I didn't have this idea. I read shit about the movie afterwards because I was like, I need a grown up to explain this to me. But like, it's about hypocrisy in the church, mm-hmm. it's about wanting to cover up scandals in the length that people will go to cover up scandals. All of that is true, but it is also about a man in a sasquatch owl bear pig <laughs> outfit with it with a giant pneumatic schlong h- having his way its way. I don't know how this thing identifies. Well, it's definitely it's,
0: a, it's I mean it looks it seems to be male.
2: But who knows? Who knows what it feels in its heart. We don't well, know I think it's okay to say it's a he. Okay, great. Uh I didn't catch its pronouns. Uh it's, <laughs> this, <laughs> they're <laughs> it's it's a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie in an hour and 40 minutes. And it's half crazy banana planet, weirdo porn. And then it's half this sort of comedy of manners and satire of like propriety and manners in the upper echelons of society. And it's like, I'll say this. I've never seen it. I've seen recombinant things like it, but I've never seen stuff like that all in the same movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not a smart guy when it comes to analyzing films. I love talking about films. I love learning about films. There's a lot in this movie to unpack. I'm not necessarily qualified, so I'm glad y'all are smarter than I am because I'm going to need it anyways. Corey, what do you think?
1: Well, I don't really know (laughs) at the end of uh, things. I haven't really. Finished. I think this is going to take a few years to work through yeah. <laughs> mentally, but yeah. uh, it's, it's a surprising film for sure. I don't want to sure. just be out like, oh, it's interesting, but like <laughs> it just starts by putting the viewer, me, on the back foot with some horse sex. And then there's other things that are, are not easy to comprehend that happen. Uh, and I think it overall does what it sets out to do, but I'm not really familiar with a lot of like... I guess, like, the cultural expectations or around, like, religious ceremony that are brought up in the film, so I, like, I feel like I'm missing about a third of the context, and whether that makes the movie funnier or grosser, I don't know. It's a fair cop for sure. Like
2: there is a lot of, I'm not familiar with the gentleman's work outside of this film. I, you know, I did a little kind of quick reading and stuff afterwards. But uh, one thing that sort of stuck out was a line, and I'm going to butcher it, uh, the line that was in the New York Times uh, obit of the director, which was, he is sometimes a great artist, he was a pornographer, and occasionally he was bold. Um, and I was like, yeah, I buy that. I absolutely buy that. Um, his, la- I, we were, Anna and I were talking about this before we uh, fired everything up. The, it's very interesting. His last movie, uh, was in 19, in the mid 1980s and it's Emmanuel five, which is like, uh, at which there were a million of these sort of speaking of like late night softcore cable stuff. Yeah. Like it's interesting to me that he finally just went, I and mean, I'll just do soft core porn, you know, like, yeah. because it seems like, and that's like a lot, like a, uh, uh, a lot of genre directors kind of ended up in that boat in the 1980s. And uh, you know, on one hand, it's a bummer. On the other hand, it's like works work. There's stuff that sailed over my head. There's stuff, there's stuff from this movie. I'm going to have to unpack for a long time. And at the same time, it's not, it's weird. It's not a, it's not a heavy film like it's not a raw, yeah. but it's like yeah. it's not gonna sit on your chest and sort of like make you miserable but it's just like man it's just a lot like that's all i kept saying to kayla when she asked how was it i was like it's a lot it's a lot mm-hmm. of film real hard to
0: define a genre for this film if it even has one it's not I mean, it's not a horror movie, despite having a monster in it, I don't and, think. And that's
2: how Wiki, Wiki says erotic horror. And I was like, I mean, mm, yeah, and I've seen
1: dark comedy or satire. Yeah, I think it's genre is the beast, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> I, think I mean, if I... you're an anime fan and you like um, Ikahara's work, <laughs> like if you like uh, Yuri Kuma oh, yeah. Arashi or something like that. Sure. Elements of that. Yeah, yeah, would be, yeah. But again, he was really inspired by French film. So yeah. it's it's hard to say.
2: Erotic fantastique. Uh I mean I've heard the word fantastique thrown around a little, talking about mm-hmm. like when you talk about horror movies that are more that lean more into the fantasy realm. Um this is these two movies have nothing to do with it, but like Argento's phenomena is considered to be a bit of a fantastic fantastic because it's got it has sort of these supernatural elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like that's kind of like what kind of popped into my head. I was like, oh, this is like it's like it's an erotic fantasy movie, but not in that these are necessarily anyone's fantasies. Although, again, we're not here to yuck yums. This might do it for people and God fucking God bless you and don't sit next to me on a plane. Uh, but like, you know, <laughs> that sounds like a little bit of a yum yuck. Yeah, you're right. I'll take it back. Sit next to me on a plane and just don't show me. Don't pictures talk about that. Or talk about it. I don't know what <laughs> I'm know. saying here. Uh, it's a lot. I keep going back to it. it's just it's yeah. a lot of movie sure. i ain't never i ain't never seen nothing like it so thank you for that anna but <laughs> so also welcome. go to hell yeah okay yeah
1: okay i want to start things off by saying it begins with titles and those horse noises there and horse i'm noises. one of those people who when they hear horse noises in a film or TV, I'm just like, that horse isn't making that noise. That horse is calmly standing there, pulling its little carriage. Like, even the, the jingly-jangly, like, bridle noises, that's extra. Like, the foley is doing that. So I'm starting this film in the dark, with horse screaming, and clippy-clops of hooves on, on, on cobblestones, and I'm just like, eh, it's probably just, like, some stationary horses. And not just, like, a full-frame horse dick. <laughs> yep, I was <mean, laughs> just like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess if the horses are actively having sex, some of those noises make a lot of sense."
2: They're about to. They're, so we we after the opening credits, we we are watching uh we are watching a a, a fellow horse being uh, augured in for a landing, uh to uh to his horse horsey bride, um and like. To say that this movie has horse sex in it is a bit of an understatement. I mean certainly I think we've all probably seen to like oh it's animals mating in like the background and you just sort of see one on top of the other and you just like oh it's it's nature. This is like this is it's is everything but the horses sharing a cigarette afterwards. It's horse porn. It is legit horse porn. It's horse you, porn for horses. You <laughs> get you get a close up of the gentleman horses, gentleman horse, you then get you then get a close up of the lady horses. It's horse pussy. You it's get horse you see horsey horse pussy. It's
1: horsey.
0: It's it's it's, uh, it's like winking. It's um,
1: <laughs> doing that yeah, thing. It it's do, a, you know? it's, yeah, yeah, it's you know. Yeah,
0: it's, it's just not. Just... You know what? I've never seen that. I had not seen that before. So
1: I learned the term fluffers from horse breeding. <laughs> uh <laughs> oh, God. Because wow. nowadays, because horses actually doing sex is dangerous for both horses. They don't usually let uh. the the good ones touch each other. Uh, but you still have to, Sad. you know, make sure the lady horse is is ready for sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. So you sure gotta that. you gotta get in there. Yeah, but not okay. in this movie because there's like they had the stallion out in the courtyard trotting around. There's a couple of groomers. Mm-hmm. She's got a lot of time to get good and ready. They mm-hmm. they've mm-hmm. got like. People out ready to catch if if he falls over or anything yeah. like that. They've got a it, lot of it, It's like the amount of horse sex is as if they took... I don't know, an extra like, half an hour of B-roll of this stuff and then just randomly inserted it throughout the rest of the movie. But it's very intentional. It's super oh, intentional. Yeah. And by the way, just in case you were wondering,
2: uh, like if the the Lady Horace wasn't into it or, you know, maybe wanted to be doing something else, the director wants you to just know for a fact, like, no, 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 no. I fucking half expected to see a uh, uh, Red Leader 5 fly in there. Like it is such a <laughs> (laughs) such a yawning chasm and it is it is it is damp it is it is it is tanned rested and ready yeah it's it's there for for like five seconds
1: it's the least filmed thing in
2: this movie yeah but
0: but not but certainly certainly you see it long enough to really appreciate it On whatever
2: level you're gonna but don't worry about the dick because you're gonna see that you're gonna see that horse dick so so much so much there's a lot of horse dick
1: so there's a a, like a scruffy gentleman with a cast on his hand roaming around Mm. uh the stallion does his thing and is actually like steaming at the end which was kind of cool to see on camera
0: yeah unsimulated horse sex, only the best Troubled dreams are in fact a passing moment of madness.
2: Did anybody look this up? Because I, for me, whenever I, whenever a genre film or an exploitation leaning film opens with a quote, my reaction is generally like, they never said that. There is so many, like any, take any Edgar, any Edgar Allan Poe and like any, uh, uh, you know, Roger Abraham Coleman, Lincoln, Edgar Allan Poe you know, and it's yeah. just like, or whatever. And it's just like, Nobody, nobody said that that wasn't <clears throat> said, and it happens in Gialli all the time where it's just like, well, here's a quote from a great Italian philosopher," And it's just like bullshit.
1: So I don't know if either of you were Voltaire, <laughs> or Voltaire scholars. It's going through like three layers of translation. So I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Uh, I Fun fact, I actually, I'm actually moderately fluent in French. Uh, so, I mean, it was an accurate, roughly accurate translation of the French version of the quote. I don't know if it's a real quote because it did not occur to me to look it up. Because honestly, like,
2: <laughs> the, the quote doesn't
0: add anything to this film. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like somebody read in the book Art Films for Dummies. <laughs> it was just like, open on a quote because that makes you look mad smart. That Marnell Street 3 did the same thing. Yes, that is, and that is a bullshit quote, if I am not mistaken. <laughs> Oof. Anyways, so uh, we get the quote. And then if I'm not mistaken, the first thing we hear is a man accusing another man of being a misogynist.
0: Pretty much. So we are introduced to two of the other. This is this, this movie has like 10 characters at most. Um, so we're introduced to. Um, so the 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 fellow with the cast we will learn is Mathurin Mathurin uh yes. who is uh, the son of uh, Pierre and the nephew of Ramondello who is, Ramondello is an older gentleman who is wheelchair bound. And Pierre is like the
2: French photocopy of Christopher Lee. He does look like Christopher Lee and they does. have, a but they have a very like Oscar and Felix from the odd couple <laughs> uh,
0: relationship. If, if Oscar and Felix didn't secretly love each other and actually hated each other so, so mm-hmm. much.
2: Pierre is like wearing a little apron and he's dusting and you There's don't know ex- you don't know exactly he's not doing a great job of it because this place is basically made of dust and cobwebs <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but they're in like a giant you know gently crumbling French mans, um and they're arguing and Pierre is dusting and you get the sense that he's sort of like that the, at first I was like is this the housekeeper? Is this Ed the butler? butler? Yeah. Are they, no he is they are bros uh and uh and Pierre is excited because his son Matthew uh I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it (laughs) I'm just gonna call him Matt actually I referred to him in in my notes as Storm because I think he kind of looks a little like Storm di Costanzo before the beard got shaved off I don't know who that is uh from Paul and Storm oh yeah I could see that yeah anyway um so that, that his young man is about to be, is about to be wed. And Romandello is like, he can't, he'll die. And then I'll die. We'll all <laughs> die. Cause when you marry a woman, you die. And Pierre is like, boy, you, it sounds like you got some problems with women. He's like, no, they'll just, they'll kill
1: you. It's like, I was married once. I definitely had a wife and Pierre's like- and I'm glad she died. We're married for two months. That yeah. marriage lasted two months and she died.
0: yeah
1: (laughs) and he's been happy ever since
0: (laughs) yeah he um reading between lines i think ramondello might be gay oh what the maybe a little bit gay he's not the only one in this movie and so pierre is like no look it's great look lucy's been sending these real sweet letters to to they've been conversing and they're so in love and i definitely haven't been sending her the letters that are ostensibly from maturin uh-huh. Uh, this yeah. is something I did. The
1: uncle's like, "Oh, is he riding with his left hand? Because his right hand's yeah. been in the cast for years, and uh, I don't think he even he wants to get married. You know, he's probably pretty um, happy out with his horses, yeah, he watching. Just wants them. to
0: spend time in the in the woods and with his horses, probably, and eating some nuts. Um, that's that's the life for him. Ramondel is like, but aha! Uh-huh, look at this. Lucy's dead father stipulated that the marriage had to be blessed by the cardinal and that's never going to fucking happen because my he's my brother and he fucking hates us. So, too bad. And Pierre's like, "All right, but counterpoint, what if I tell everybody that you murdered your wife 66 years ago and I have the poison with your fingerprints on it. Now will you give him a call?"
1: I really like this because uh <laughs> the uncle, uh, Robin Dallo is in a wheelchair and he's got his little book of leaves and stuff and his little scarf that he toodles around in and pierre has all of the keys to the house and he gets up in front of the door locks the door uh because you know full control and Mm. confronts him with this and he's like fine i'll call my brother
0: Mm. but he's like oh counter counterpoint Maturin isn't baptized. The cardinal will never bless this marriage. <laughs> and Pierre's like, counter, counter, counterpoint. The priest's going to be here in an hour to baptize him. Ha! Game, set, and match. I'm locking you in here until you call
2: your brother. Peace. More horse sex. More horse sex. I just want to take a minute and and think through the idea of Pierre going uh, <laughs> to, his, to his local uh, constable and being like, my brother killed his wife 66 years ago, and I've got a nondescript vial with some poison in it. Get her Hercule Perot, And them just going, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, my friend. And he's
0: like, no, I'm the Duke of Esperance. Les statutes de libitation have passed, monsieur. <laughs> um, I don't see why that would work. I think Ramondella is more worried about his reputation than anything else.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, and, and, and this movie is also sort of ostensibly a little, a fairy tale, like it's, you know, it definitely uses that as a structure. So it's just like, all right, you know, the evil guy, he doesn't want to get caught being evil. Mm. Fine. He'll he'll play along. So he decides he'll play along. And the movie is a hundred percent set in like 1975, but it definitely feels like it could be set in like 1875. Yeah, I had no idea until somebody showed up in a leather jacket. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Because like, cause the telephones in this movie are very much yield telephonies. But eventually somebody shows up with like a cool haircut and a neat jacket. And I was like, oh, I guess this is now? Okay, fine, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <right? laughs>
1: it's like World War II or the 1700s yes. or at <laughs> one point in the 60s.
2: Or, yeah. or last week. Yes. The yes. movie, here's the thing. The movie definitely wants to keep you on your toes the entire time. There is no, you know what? This isn't a Sunday afternoon, relax into it movie, which is funny mm-hmm. because I watched it on a Sunday afternoon in a very chill mood. Uh, then mm-hmm. went away pretty quickly. <laughs> um, but, uh, but any, any uh So like, uh, like my, my, my compadre said back to the horse fucking.
1: Yep. Phone's ringing off the hook. One of the groomers goes up, stomps upstairs to answer it. They're like, where's Maturin? And he's like, he doesn't want to be disturbed. He's very busy watching watching the horses. And then he clomps back downstairs to fetch him. And the phone gets left off the hook (laughs) on the the railing. And you can just hear these two old men bickering as Maturin comes up. (laughs) I love it. it.
2: it's very Grey Gardens. It's uh, these two men do not have oh, a God, relationship. Oh God!
0: Yes, that's exactly the dynamic. Yeah. Okay, I need a second to like integrate that because you're so right that it. I, I need a moment. Grey Gardens, to be fair, has less horse fucking in it. <laughs> it's, it does. I mean, Grey Gardens has a different vibe altogether. But the relationship between yes. the 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 two characters in Grey Gardens is exactly the same relationship as in this film.
2: So anyways, he picks up the phone. And he's like, I'm watching horses have sex. What part of that don't you understand, father? Um, and they're like, look, man, the 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 priest is on his way. We're going to baptize you. We're going to get all that. We're going to get this taken care of so you can be wed like you don't want to be. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then the priest walks up with his two young lads oh, that he boy. has with him. Uh, in the, the drawing room, the old man is mildly unconscious, and Pierre yeah. and a servant are trying to, I guess, slap him, him until he wakes up or feed him Smother a transparent him. liquid until he dies, or... <laughs> it's hard to say. Cover up his smell or something. Stuff
2: in,
0: stuff's happening. And the priest is like,
2: whoa. Yeah. By the way, when we say the priest is with two boys, the priest is, we're not spelling that B-O-I. Uh, these are these are boys. These are legit. Like one of these, one of these kids has got to be like definitely in his teens, and then maybe the other yeah. one is older, playing younger. But it is it 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 is fucking uncomfortable. Oh sure. And they and they lean into that, uh, and nothing untoward happens at this point. But it's all. But it's just that sort of question. Like, wait a minute. Why the, why
1: mm-hmm. the fuck
2: does he need? I don't look. I'm not a Catholic. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I ain't practicing nothing except wasting time. But I didn't. I don't know how heavy a priest has to roll to do baptism. I didn't think he needed backup boys. Oh, well, I think he's staying to do some kind of wedding-related function as
0: well, potentially. But also, still not sure that he needs two boys with him for any of this.
2: You don't have to roll deep for any of that, and sir. So, and nobody is mm-hmm. like, "Hey, what? Did, you seem to have some children with you. What?" You probably Which, just, hes they're probably always with him, or, you yeah. know, their equivalents.
0: It's, um I, this movie is not subtle in its criticism of the church.
1: Yeah, and in retrospect, I think he's there now, this early in the movie, so that he's constantly lingering in the background of everything else that happens. He's
0: always, like... He, and he won't, like, there's a running thread of Pierre being like, you know, you could, you know, go back to the church. I'll, I'll summon you back. He's like, no, no, I like it here. I'll just be, I'll be in the corner. Don't even worry about it. He's yeah, like, you know, know, you could go upstairs to a real bedroom. He's like, oh, I ain't going to hang down here. It's real yeah. nice in this chair with these two boys laying on me. Just, just me
1: and my childrens. <laughs> Yeah, so so he rolls in while uh, the old man's having an unconsciousness fit, I guess, and gets Mm -hmm. one of the boys to open a window, they send the old man away, Pierre's just like, oh, ignore that, he's just old, Um, hey, would you like some candy, (laughs) or port, he yells for his servant, Tiffany, then the old, (laughs) the the priest- (laughs) sits down and is just like, ah, the old man's excited because it's spring. (laughs) Humans are like animals and suffer the laws of nature.
0: And Kyr's like, yeah, sure, agreed, but also we should fight our instincts. That's also a a thing we should do that maybe you should be aware of as a priest. (laughs)
2: Nah! I don't yeah. know why that would come up. What do you think, children? Here, have some candy. <laughs> and the priest is like, here, have some and the
1: priest yeah. gives him candy. Uh, Maturin rocks up to the window during this time, and he's all scruffy and covered <laughs> yeah. in straw. And so Pierre is just like, go get your, wash your hands and your face and your whole body. You stink, get out know, here. And he like slams the window shut. The, the
0: boys are uh, Theodore and Modeste. Um, Theodore means Theodore and Modeste means modest.
1: Theodore is a singer and Modeste is an organist and well, Modeste has a sore tooth, so he can't eat all the candy, the sweet, sweet candy.
0: The sweet, sweet candy. So he's going to have to get candy from somewhere else.
2: Ugh. Oh, I guess so. Maybe I guess they're there for wedding stuff because one of them is going to play and one of them is going oh, to sing during P- it. That yeah. might, some ceremonial that might be
0: justification. Yeah. yeah.
2: Boy, it's a razor thin one, though. I got to say, <laughs> it just really seems like he's just traveling with boys.
0: Yeah. So they shout for Ethony, which is something that happens roughly every 40 seconds in this film. <laughs> um and he has he's supposed to go off and get some port for the priest. Meanwhile, Ramondello wakes up with with a big gross snail on his hand,
2: and he calls for Ethony <laughs> to come get rid of this hand snail. And that was my first like actual comedy laugh, and uh not- a like, oh, way horses are fucking, what's going on? Oh my God, that's so much horse vagina. Um, This was just like, oh, this man is so old and still and almost dead that a snail was able to sneak up
1: on him. <laughs> He's also got like the phone receiver in his hand, like he fell asleep on the phone. And then the snail crawled all the way up his wheelchair onto his hand. Which would have taken 98 years! It it made me laugh and laugh. And
2: it also made me hope that this was going to turn into Fulci's Enigma. Uh, But no such luck. Have either of you seen Fulci's Enigma? No. No. Yes, but we're going to watch one of these days. I'll take it off my list of things that I'm going to watch. Uh, there is a, there is a protracted snail scene in it, which is crazy. Um, but anyways, right. so, uh, yeah, he fell asleep. He's got a snail in his hand. And meanwhile, uh, Pierre is about to, uh, is about to shave his, his, shave his boy. Yes. Oh, also
0: it's worth noting, um, that ifany is a black gentleman and there's definitely, um, I mean, it's definitely not making points about him being a servant what we will, we will learn apparently um isn't getting paid
2: <laughs> in the conventional sense. yes, and he is uh, and and this is, this is a, we I did we did say that the movie is absolutely lovely to look at and very well shot and ninety eight percent well lit. Uh, ifany is lit terribly uh, because it never occurred to anybody mm. that uh, that black people need to, there's a great speech in Dolomite is my name, uh, uh, a movie that I'm sure is often brought up when one is talking about the beast, uh, it, sure. where, where, Wesley Snipes explains that you have to use a completely different sort of palette of lights to light black people because their skin is reflective or, or absorbs mm-hmm. or something. It's one or the other, yeah. but, uh, they did none of that in this movie. And so, uh, this poor guy who does, I think a fine job in this movie. Yeah. Sure yeah. You, you, you can't, yeah. Can't see him so good. And that's all mm-hmm. the, that's all the cinematographer's fault anyway.
0: Well, interesting thing about that, like in general, is that it's probably actually uh, Brochick's fault because as it turns out, what I learned from watching some documentary material on the Arrow Blu-ray uh, is that, you know, you know how people talk about Kubrick and talk about how he was like real fastidious and, and, and like, you know, set everything up and like mostly people who want to talk about the shining and have crazy theories and, and want to believe that like kubrick dressed every set himself and that kind of thing right which is you know largely not true borochik is the most micromanaging director i have ever like he would he literally would rehearse every scene with the cast prior to shooting it and make sure they did everything exactly the way he wanted and would act it out for them so they knew exactly what to do to an nth degree, and it was just like it was, it's insane. Like the, and I think this is like because he came from an animation background. This is something that the ca- uh, the camera guy who was on the documentary f- footage I watched said about him, is that he treated live action like animation. So he wanted everything exactly the way it would be, and that same level of control over like you know the real world, and it's just a real weird way to, by my to my mind to like want to direct people and want to make a film but I feel like anything that's in this that's in camera and that happens is absolutely intentional on uh, like on probably every real level. There's 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 a bit where he's getting mad at, at the cat because it won't hit its mark the way he wants it to. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. Interesting. No, like
0: he is beyond the pale.
2: It's very interesting because this does, if somebody says like, well, you know, Kubrick was a control freak and you watch (laughs) his movies and you're like, yeah, that man was good. Like you can picture him with like a tweezers just going, like, hang on, you have an eyelash right there. Like everything you can eat off his films. They're so fucking fastidious. This doesn't necessarily feel like a no. movie that was made by a micromanager. This movie is just <laughs> Surprising. Like fucking, you know what? I'll say the setups, the setups are solid. This the the camera picture, like on a technical level, yes, but on a vibe level, this movie is fucking. Yeah. This movie's June because it's busting out all goddamn over. (laughs) So
0: true. I'm just imagining him like trying to direct the horses and like, no, no, this is how you have to do it.
1: There's a weird cut in one of the horse sex scenes where the stallion is like biting down, and then it cuts to like the stallion's on the shoulder with his face so that you can see up the nostrils, and I'm like. That's a very deliberate thing. It's like the horse wasn't doing what I wanted. I wanted to see all of the horse's nostrils. Yep.
0: yep. Yeah. Anyway, I just it's it's just really interesting that like he has that level of fastidiousness, and it didn't extend to like, hey, let's make sure this guy's lit properly.
1: I also am willing to believe that he's trying to kind of uh, hide Iphigeny to make him seem less mm-hmm. noticeable deliberately.
0: I mean, it, it's possible, but also like it's 1975 and it's France and I'm not sure that mm-hmm. things were great for black people around then or possibly even now, because I don't really know what France, the racial situation in France is like, although I understand it's not great. It's a tough call. Anyway,
1: Pierre's in the bathroom sharpening his razor to (laughs) shave his son. The priest's trying to get nosy in there and gets shoved out by (laughs) by
0: dad. The priest really wants to watch Maturin get shaved. And it's so I I think he's trying to catch a a glimpse of what's going on with Maturin. Probably. Yeah, probably. He wants to know
1: what the big deal is with this kid.
0: Or he's or he's just horny for him. It could be both. It's hard to say with that guy.
2: Maybe he just wants the ASMR experience. There is something very, there is something very (laughs) soothing about like the whole, like the sound of the blade on the strap and the snips, And that's, you Mm -hmm. know,
1: sure. If any delivers the snail back to its snail crate in the kitchen after kicking over every box that's littering the floor. And every time we go into the kitchen, it's like this, it's just A hazard zone.
0: Yeah. And every time they're like, somebody tells the cook to be like,
1: you know,
2: you should clean up in here. It's like, fuck a boo. It's such an interesting, it's such an understatement. It's such an, it's such an interesting movie because there are so many aspects of it. And the setup of it is in a way preparing you for like a slamming door farce, like a yeah. Molière motherfucking like, oh no, the Cardinals coming, and I'm without my trousers and slam, <laughs> yes. yeah. and oh no, there's horses fucking on the foyer. We gotta hide them, and you it get like horses all of them- off. It- oh, did you just say horses off? I sure did. I love you. Uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's a great joke. Um, <laughs> but like you, g- the movie in many ways is. It's so weird because it's shaped like a fairy tale, but it's also shaped like a slamming door farce, but it's also mm-hmm. shaped like this erotic nightmare. It's all of these different uh, Venn diagram circles overlapping, and then they where they all intersect is a horse's vagina. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, and it's, it's funny how little the disparate parts really overlap until right at the end. They are kind of discreet. Like there's a, there's an aspect of which you could potentially cut out all of the sex, and the movie would still be. It, it would be weird. Sort of it, would it would still be, be weird. It'd be weird. It would be weird and chop choppy, but not as choppy as you might think. <laughs>
2: If it's just the story of a family wants their son to get married, the son is holding a secret. They try and Mm -hmm. hide the secret from everybody else for as long as they can. And then at the end, the secret is out. And I think that is actually because there are two from my very vague sort of looking at things. There are two different stories that go into making this one. One of them is like this French novel, which is exactly that. It's about like this guy who wants to get his son married off, but there's a big secret. And then the other one is like this 200 year old French legend about a woman who goes a wandering in the forest and, and runs into a uh, Sasquatch uh, and Sasquatch's <laughs> DTF. And that is the thing <laughs> that the director shot for Moral Tales. Yes. And then that got schmooshed into mm-hmm so it's sort of a mashup of these two pieces of French literature. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Explains a lot about the movie.
1: As far as fairy tales go, (laughs) uh, a lot of people are like, you know, people think it's related to Beauty and the Beast because the Beast is in the name, and there's also a naked (laughs) lady, but I don't see how how it makes sense. But no, it's very clearly an inverted Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is how it all works together. But anyways, uh, Pierre's in the bathroom giving Matron a beard trim. The priest is trying to be nosy again because he's been sitting outside eagerly waiting with Theo. And uh, they get the door shut in their faces. Yep. And
0: finally, the rest of the cast shows up.
1: Another 10 miles. (laughs) That's my impression of a chauffeur speaking English.
0: Spot fucking on. Yes. Yes. Um, Lucy and her Aunt Virginia arrive in their 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 chauffeured rolls-royce i believe it's a rolls-royce correct me if i'm wrong it's mind. a fancy car it's a real fancy car it's some kind of fancy car uh with their with their also black chauffeur who's an older black man from from the americas so he talks he talks all <laughs> like you know like a stereotypical black man from 1975 detroit or something
2: and who knows he, if that's his voice or if it's a god only knows.
0: he does sound like he's about to teach somebody about the blues
2: yeah, it's, 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 it's really uncool. Um, yeah. who, who knows if they did this with super sound. sensitive. <laughs> I bet they didn't. Um, it's hard to say. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So it's Lucy. And whenever I hear Lucy, the name Lucy in a movie, that's like horror leaning. My thought immediately goes to Dracula. She's one of the, she's oh, sure. one of, well, I believe she's Dracula's first victim in it. Um, In the, but th- that changes from telling of the story to telling of the story. So it's Lucy and her aunt Virginia. And it's just like, we've got characters in this movie named Virginia. We've got character Virgin uh Virgin. We've got characters mm-hmm. named modesty, like mm-hmm. the director. Mm-hmm. There's nothing subtle in this movie. Uh, there's nothing Esperance like. Esperance
1: means hope. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So the the dad who's hopeful, I guess is named mm-hmm. hope. Yeah. It, I
0: mean, he didn't name Lucy like horny. Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, but it's just like, but, this, is, okay, this is the name Mark. of the character yep.
2: who's a victim mm-hmm. of a monster. She anyway. says,
1: you know, it's great to be in beautiful France. And Virginia's like, ugh, France. Gross. Beautiful France has always lived in lust. Like, just yeah. to really <laughs> hammer home. Yeah. My name is Virgin, and I hate sex. And, and I
2: French oh, the- things are sex things. Where are they? Are they Americans? Are they? Supposed- I believe
0: they're Americans. Wow.
2: Okay. I, that's that's the impression
0: I get based on their their imported chauffeur having a very uh, American accent. Yes.
1: Yeah, and she has a Polaroid and she sticks her head out of the car all over the place and takes pictures.
0: She likes taking Polaroids. As much as Aunt Virginia does not like sex, Lucy is like really ready for sex now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, sex please. I would like the sex. Meanwhile, uh, Romo... R- Uncle Roland, R! Uncle R, uh, calls the cardinal's office, but they are like, he's not back from Africa yet, but he should be here any second now from Africa. And he's like, oh, well, I'm his brother. And they hang up oh, immediately. They're yeah. like,
1: click. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you. he yells, Iphony! And then scribbles a note and tells Iphony to deliver it to Pierre and then goes back to doing what he loves, looking at a book full of dead leaves.
0: <laughs> Yay. Baptism time. Baptism, baptism, <laughs> and so, so Pierre gets like the baptisms equipment from the priest and just closes the door and he's like I'm just gonna do this baptism myself in the bathroom but like it's totally like you just you sign off on it would you? Thanks.
2: You don't need to be in here for that. Is that how it works? Like No, you know, no! not at all. So I can't like do a telehealth thing with the priest and just like baptize Kayla? <laughs> they,
1: they, they introduced that during COVID. No, no shit! I was just being a jerk! But you,
2: you can baptize someone over Zoom?
1: Yeah, I think they have to mail you the water. I don't remember exactly how it works. <laughs>
0: sure. This is a re- this is definitely not what they did in 1975.
1: No. The Catholic practices are definitely a big blind spot for me in this movie, but mm-hmm. that's one thing that I'm pretty sure is sketchy about this operation of locking yourself in the bathroom with your adult son to give him a baptism right before his wedding.
0: Not how they did it in... Uh... Oh, brother, where art thou? Or Ed Wood.
2: Or Ed Wood. Right. Best movie baptism by a country mile. It's pretty good. It's pretty good baptism.
0: It's it's a shame that Ed Wood becomes more and more cursed over time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. He's not a good guy. Anyway.
1: The Rolls Royce roams onto the property. There's a mosquito pond and scenic trees. (laughs) Especially the one that's in the middle of the road blocking the way.
0: Now Virginia is being just a real pill about everything. She's like, "Ugh, gross. Everything's bad." Stop taking photos. Oh, there's trees blocking the way. This is the worst day of my life. No, Lucy, come back. Stop running around to take pictures of things.
1: Lucy runs to a stone pillar in the middle of nowhere takes several pictures of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Big
2: phallic pillar. It's like again, it's like, you know, I mean, the movie opens on a horse stick. There's not going to be any subtlety, but like You want a phallic symbol? Here's just a big fucking column shooting out of God's green earth. Just a big hard column in the middle (laughs) of nowhere.
0: (laughs) And guess what she finds next? She finds a, a water feature that's just bubbling up. Yep. Just bubbling
1: up wetly. Yep. There's a lot of bird noises and horse noises happening during this.
2: She takes pictures of everything. She is a movie photographer. My, one of my favorite Robert, Roger, uh, Roger Ebert lines is like, she's a movie photographer, which means that you point a camera in the direction of something and pull and click the thing and go, I'm a photographer. Uh, <laughs> so she takes it very seriously. She shows the pictures to her aunt and she's like, those pictures are sad. She's like, no, they're not. like you always
1: have to think everything's sad? When I'm queen, I'm going to fix that pillar up and paint it white. <laughs> paint it
0: white. Like, I'm sure it was supposed to be. It's like, mm, sure, 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 sure. Well, you know what's not sad? Horses having sex. Oh, and, yeah. know what Lucy does, wants to take a picture of, like, nobody's business, horses having sex. Yeah. And you know what Lucy gets a nice shot of? Some wrecked horse penis. She sure does. And you know who's not impressed? Aunt V. She's
2: not cool with it.
1: Not while I'm around. No horse dick here. No talking about it or looking at it. Chauffeur, if you make one more mistake, oh I oughta.
2: Yeah. Certainly Aunt V does not take the pictures away from Lucy and throw them sure away. Doesn't. So Lucy So Lucy's gonna save those for a rainy day. Um but they finally find the main house.
1: Yeah. Uncle R rolls up in his wheelchair, unlocks the door for them them, uh, invites them into a drawing room to entertain them i guess well other people are busy lucy and her aunt have several questions uh there's a cat and they don't actually ask yep. about that but there's a cat it's important
0: there is a cat uh, it's a good cat
1: you know pierre's busy washing cat. his son in the bathroom i promise they're in the bathroom is what the uncle sells them right
0: he seems to be maybe trying to put the kibosh on this whole thing real subtly He goes off on a little rant when Virginia is all impressed, like, oh, you're the brother of the cardinal. This is the first thing that's made me happy all day. He's like, well, I don't want to really talk about this or the wedding or anything. Anyway, Pierre's washing Maturin. That's cool, right?
1: Lucy's like, hey, is this place haunted? I heard from my (laughs) maid that, you know, some old lady wrote in a book somewhere that this place was totally haunted. And he's like, no, it's not haunted. She only drew pictures and didn't write in her journal, except for one special page. Open my leaf book slowly, please. The leaves are brittle and old.
2: <laughs> like me. Well, are we, we're to believe that the leaves are not only just brittle and old, the leaves are 200, 200 years old, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And he treats them with exactly
0: the care that you would expect 200 year old leaves to be treated with. <laughs> He's got a whole bunch of. Uh, uh, Romilla, Romilla, Romilla Belia. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
1: He directs Lucy to look at a map where at the bottom she, ha- Romilda has drawn a snake in a tree. And then there's a little message that's like, I met the beast in the woods and I defeated him. Yay, me. And there's a little drawing.
0: <laughs> Accurate.
1: Just a little normal drawing.
0: This <laughs> is like the top of the beast and also his dick. Yep.
1: Oh, and we kept her corset. It's
2: all torn up. Look, there it is. Like it's like, <laughs> it like it's the, the fucking
1: Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> yeah, he just goes right up, opens the display and it's just like, here, yeah. you can see the claw marks, can't you? And yeah. then we hear Pierre yell for Ifany off off <laughs> camera and the old man's just like, shoot, gotta go, scram. Whoosh. And then and he, he leaves so
0: many leaves behind. Yeah,
1: him. he yanks the leaf book off Lucy's lap and there just scatters his his, precious precious 200 year old leaves on the ground
0: the great thing about this about this scene is that when like <laughs> When Lucy brings up Romilda, he's all like, well, yes, like I have the book right here. And he like whips off his like little, little blanket. He's like, look, look, it's the book. I've been waiting 60 years for somebody to care about this. And finally carrying it around with me, every waking moment has paid off.
2: There's some degree of him trying to weird them out. So they run away screaming. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
1: And it works on Virginia. Virginia's like, isn't a dad bathing son a little bit weird? And Lucy's like, I'm going to have baths with the the, the grown man when we're married. And Virginia's like, whoa, don't speak of these things. Not not in the presence of a lady. Uh, And so Lucy is like, hey, look at this lovely autograph that's on the wall. I'm just going to pick this framed photo up and (laughs) hold it to you. And Oh, it's dusty on the back. It's signed by... (laughs) a dog having sex with a lady. To,
0: mm, to, I mean, yes. Yes. It's not as bad. It's not quite as bad as it sounds, but it's almost as bad as it sounds. I mean, the dog is using his tail.
2: <laughs>
0: what's the good? Wait, what's the good
2: part of the picture? The good part
0: is that the dog's not using his dick.
2: Your honor. Your <laughs> honor. No, look, I'm just I'm please saying. Please the court. Listen, I am glad that
0: I didn't have to see a drawing of a dog fornicating in the most most fornicacious way i don't know anyway i was just glad they weren't full on having sex i don't want to see that much as i recommended this movie and i love it i don't want to i don't want to see depictions of animals and humans doing it
2: ah uh, well uh, keep 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 your eyes peeled for Act <laughs> 3 it's different it's, it's completely different oh yeah it's, 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 a, it's not it's a beast it's not an animal toad
0: so
1: whole, um, it's a whole different lucy thing. spends a good 10 15 seconds looking at yeah. this just really taking it in and then pierre yoinks it out of her hands, puts <laughs> it away just hi hello i'm a normal it's my special
0: drawing you shouldn't be looking
1: at yeah
2: it. hi welcome to my normal house with normal things look at look we're so normal we got a priest and backup his backup boys yeah. I'm just gonna
1: sketchily look out in the hallway for my, my brother and or uncle who is in a wheelchair, who may have escaped here recently. Ah, there's leaves on the floor. Has he been talking to you? I'm just gonna sniff these leaves and shove them in my jacket pocket while being like, oh, every 200 years, the family is cursed. The beast is gonna come on the property.
0: Sure, right. Blah, that's blah, just blah. That's Stuff and nonsense. <laughs> Beasts. Huh. Jeez, as, as though yeah
1: the wedding's gonna be awesome
0: yeah Lucy's like I love nature it's so great and Pierre's like hey guess who else loves nature? Maturana, who you're gonna marry he, he definitely <laughs> loves nature match made in fucking heaven ifany! Yep. god damn it ifany get over here now what's ifany been doing all this time why do they have to keep calling for him well he's having sex with a lady we haven't seen before who's very skinny and has Boderic and ten hair
2: which was the first. Oh, that was, well, no, I think because one of the priest boys had the leather jacket, but then this was the second thing that made me go like, Oh no, 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 no. This is like 1975. This is yeah. not some weird undisclosed time in the past. This is like now because she's, she's got a stupid 1970s haircut.
0: Many tiny, tiny little braids.
1: Yeah. We cut from normal French palace, Drawing room to the back of the strawberry blonde head with tiny tiny braids, and and she's having having a good time with Iphigeny, and he's like, oh shoot, uh, we gotta go, work calls, and uh, she's left a little disappointed, and so
0: <laughs> does a totally des- normal thing. Decides normal to ride
1: do. his footboard. On yeah, his, his, bed.
0: his foot, the footboard of his bed
1: and. And and
0: moan his name.
1: Yep, looking at the just
0: grind it out.
1: The bed knob. I just there's a lot of bed knobs in this movie there's that every a lot time of bed knobs I'm just like, spoken. no, don't actually it's
2: funny you say that. The original title of this movie it was supposed to be a Disney movie called Bed Knobs and Horse Dicks.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'd love to see Angela Lansbury in this movie. <laughs> I <laughs> Angela wouldn't. Angela Lansbury. Counterpoint. Would take one look at this
0: movie and turn right around.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. Angela
0: Lansbury and Angela Lansbury as Aunt Vivian.
2: What's that boy horse doing to that girl horse's Cabot Cove?
0: <laughs> oh, nice. To I mean, to be fair, Angela Lansbury was the original um, Mrs whatever her name is in sweeney todd who is also extremely horny
1: oh no i grew up on the court jester where she's like 16. oh young interesting
0: with danny it... k mm-hmm. yeah.
1: that anyway. may be an exaggeration on her age she's just young
2: yeah 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 she's one of those old people who never looked le- like you see old pictures of burgess meredith <laughs> and you're like yeah, hey, yeah. you were never a young person ultra math <laughs> yeah anyway <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's riding the wild headboard. Uh, and, uh, this is incidentally, this is
0: one of the images that stuck with me down the years about this film. They didn't cut that. That's something oh, they no. didn't cut. Oh, no, all, all, all the if, if any, um, Clarissa sex, uh, I believe stayed in, or at least I, rem- I, I recall it sure. being there graphically. It's actually not like for the most part, their sex isn't actually especially graphic
2: either. And it's also yep. not sexy. It is not as such, not super sexy. No,
1: it's not super sexy to leave a, leave a lady like that. Just...
0: No, it's that's, that's true. Yeah.
1: Um, it's bad manners.
0: It, it if did. any has important business to do. He's got a job to do. Uh, Matt is now dressing. So Pierre introduces everybody to the priest. And then Ifany shows up to deliver, finally deliver the letter that he was given many hours ago. Yeah. Uh, and it turns out it's like, hi, so I called my brother and they hung up on me. So not much we can do now.
1: Mm-hmm. So Pierre sends Iphanie out to get the luggage and everyone in the waiting room is like, where's the cardinal? Is he coming? And he's like, yes, totally. I talked to him this morning. 100%. He's <laughs> on, on his, his way. way
0: don't even well i don't even think we need to bring the card in love ever again until it, the moment he arrives so I just sh- don't just don't do it
1: and then we get a discussion between ifany and the driver where ifany calls mm-hmm. the driver daddy a bunch yes. and the driver calls ifany a slave yeah and ifany says that he's a servant even even if his wages won't make him rich there's other things that are maybe less noble that he could pursue while he's there it's a little rough of a conversation but at the same time like that's what i feel like leans yeah the the film towards lighting if any deliberately
0: oh that's Mm -hmm. interesting yeah because the chauffeur is basically like man you know you got it, you got it rough here. Like, I may be a servant, but at least I get paid. You're they're probably not even paying you. He's like, Well, you know, I get you know, there's many, there's a lot, a lot of different ways you can get paid. Wink, wink. I'm getting paid in sex. Wink. <laughs> the thing about Clarissa, too, um, that's interesting is that she serves no purpose in this movie whatsoever.
1: That's Aside well, from having sex
0: with Ipany, well, like, plot wise, she's just sort of there.
1: Well, no, I mean, like.
0: If you took her out of the film, you just you lose some sex scenes and a justification for two small children being around being traumatized.
2: Oh God, that's a whole other pile of shit that we're gonna. Jesus, I forgot that. Ch- I know. I don't know. um I mean, look, if if Medud is as exacting as director as as we've all been saying, then obviously there is a reason for Clarissa to be in the movie. And my, my guess is, I see this is not a smart person, is that maybe this, maybe Clarissa and Ifany are presented in this movie as, even though the power dynamics are fucked up and whatever, and she she spends just as much time with the headboard as she does with him. (laughs) uh, It's to show a normal, human sexual relationship like almost like if any and clarissa are the control group where they're just like here are human beings enjoying a mostly normal human sexual relationship which we're going like there's some stuff coming up Mm -hmm. involving bringing the two kids along that it doesn't make any goddamn sense but like We also don't really find out who who the fuck Clarissa is until a while.
0: Yes, and it's and, it's, and, you, and when I say you find out, you you, you are given to infer.
1: <laughs> Pretty much because she's Pierre's daughter, so Matierin's yeah. sister, and yeah. so the. The dynamic presented in the household is that it's like just three men living alone. Oh yeah,
0: she's a. I I guess maybe part of it is also to show how much of an afterthought like their other his other actual child is like he should sure. give a shit yeah. what she's doing. And that like, she's, she's unimportant female
1: to and very sexual, and yes. on top of that, is her family interferes with her getting off.
0: I'm sure normally they can have sex undisturbed. <laughs> maybe not. Hard to say.
1: It's the
2: closest that this movie, I mean, and it's a thing that we've talked about how the movie sort of dances around being a farce and this part is definitely the oh, furthest. Yeah. This yeah, is the yeah, part yeah, yeah. this is the part that's just like I'm about to do it or I'm doing it oops they're calling me and I've got to put my clothes on real quick and yeah. stumble down with the shoe and the thing yes, yes, and yes, it's yes. like this is it's the closest thing to like set up punchline comedy mm-hmm. structure that the movie uses.
0: Yep. In in another movie, there's a whole bit where he like doesn't realize that her, her bra is accidentally like gotten tucked into his pants or something. Sure. And there's a bunch of biz- like in another movie. This is a whole addition to the to the chaos. And in this movie, it's largely. It's yeah, it does because this movie isn't really a bedroom farce. <laughs> there's is. a lot of farcical things happening in bedrooms, but that's
2: not the same thing. It's a TV dinner. Everything is in its own separate little compartment. Yes. -hmm. Yes.
1: At this point, our unnamed braided lady gets dressed, runs out the front, uh, gets in her tiny little car, and drives away.
0: And I was like, I can't remember. Maybe she just leaves the movie at this point. I wouldn't necessarily blame her for just peacing out.
1: Pierre goes down the hallway, unlocks the door that he's locked Maturin in uh to go i guess finish dressing him and then aunt virginia is up in her room reading the will over again especially the part where she's left totally in charge
0: yes (laughs) and she gets everything in the case that lucy doesn't get married but like it's fine she's really she's really okay with this marriage happening Mm -hmm. to the letter of the law yes she's the executress
1: lucy snoops around and finds more porn she's been in this city for like 15 (laughs) minutes she's found all of the porn
0: it's true she finds a very saucy book
1: it's a voltaire book right
0: i believe so or a parody of a voltaire book i'm not entirely sure
1: she finds two books that they're on a kneeling bench in front of like a picture of like the virgin mary breastfeeding the baby infant jesus and it's Things that are not appropriate for a prayer bench. There's one that's like the mysteries of religion, and the other mm-hmm. one is the the Voltaire book, which I think is the Maid of Orleans. Yes. Which is about yes, Joan of yes, yes. having sex. Okay. It was super banned, and I went sure. and looked online and found an English translation that had a lot of the long s's, so a lot of <laughs> f's and. <laughs> Right. Flop no. specs. Yeah. It's really fun no. to read. And, but the worst naming for boobs is Bubbies. Describing Joan of Arc's Bubbies? No. I don't
2: I nope. don't that's not sexy, sexy at, that. at all. No. So it's so it's it's fanfic? It's Joan of Arc Fanfic basically or slash
1: fic? Voltaire started writing in 1730-esque and didn't complete ever and was published quite a lot later from bits and pieces and scraps of what he wrote so the luggage comes in (laughs) and there's harpsichord jangling away
0: (laughs) and the 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 tune that so um modest is is playing the harpsichord uh, like he loves to do um and the tune that he's that he plays on the harpsichord constantly feels like it's going to just break into the opening to the partridge family (laughs) Hello world, you're the song that we're singing We're gonna look at horses I don't know There's only so much harpsichord music I've ever heard, guys
1: (laughs) The priest uh, kisses Theo, gets him a candy, kisses him again And then we uh, go to Pierre putting goop in Maturin's hair And telling him he probably won't die and women aren't scary
0: (laughs) Also, Maturin looks a lot worse without his beard
1: it looks oh, just yeah, like his dad. In my
0: opinion. Hmm? He
1: looks just yeah, he like looks his like...
0: dad. Yeah, but is his is his, is his dad uh, Peter Stormar?
1: Is that the he only like, attractive? He looks man? like Peter
0: Stormar. <laughs> no, I'm saying it... that Matt Turan looks like a down at the heels Peter Stormar without his beard.
2: No, with the beard, I I'm with on this one, except for ninety percent of what she just said, because I don't. A, a, but like with the beard, the beard, uh, the beard, the beard, beard gave uh, Maddie, uh, you know, this like sort of Will Oldham palace music kind of look. It looks like he could just live out in the woods and make some yeah. folk records, you know, but maybe put I'd like a so. drum machine on it. Uh, you know, he's got that he's got that rugged uh, hand of the woods look, mm. uh, and now he's just sort of like he's all pink
0: and spotty. He looks i think okay i think part of what it is part of why i think he looks he looks worse um is that he now he looks like he's unprotected and he's obviously very uncomfortable so it's uncomfortable to look at him it's not so much that he is not a hand not a good looking guy under the beard which he's, he looks fine it's that mean. it just it doesn't it doesn't help him not look like he's unhappy and terrified of literally
2: everything also if you want to talk about i mean this movie is definitely a lot about sweeping different things under the rug and Mm -hmm. like if you want to and so you get the sense also pierre is like let's make you as unbeast like as possible for the purposes of this we're going to get rid of this beard we're going to comb Mm -hmm. your hair Mm -hmm. we're just going to get a lot of hair out of the way just as much of the hair as we can yeah so now
0: if any is sneaking about yep he's sneaking around pierre is still pissed uh at uh, Rom- Romolado, uh, for the cardinal thing, and uh, Uncle R is still against the marriage, but Pierre bullies him into calling the cardinal again, and they hang up with- on him
2: again. So, Pierre's like, All right, send in a telegram in your name. They, I just want to point out this phone, I've never seen a phone like this before that has like a sidecar for <laughs> for extra listening like there's just oh, like a little ex, there's like a little extra tin can attached to it so Pierre yeah. can listen to the conversation I've never seen that oh yeah um, no, I've seen, seen those yeah in old movies It was neat um yeah. but yeah so uh, I because Pierre didn't believe Ramondo that uh the priest mm-hmm. hung so I was like do it again and then the priest does it again so so now it's telegraph time and he's basically like get your ass over here stop you need to do marriage stop Come
0: on, stop. <laughs> Maturine's been baptized. Just get your ass here. Yeah. I don't care if you just came back from Africa. How far away from the Vatican do you think they are? It can't be uh, that far away.
1: Every time they said they were calling Rome, I was just like, well, that's like two days away. But they're in think- France, so I guess it's closer. I guess you could just make an evening of it.
0: Maybe they're I mean, maybe they're on the near the border between France yeah, and know. the Vatican? I don't.
2: Think that's a thing, but I'm maybe bad there's, at geography. Maybe there's a French outpost, like you know, they're like, call literally calling the oh, no, they're, maybe they're gonna Airplanes pass on.
1: exist. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, I guess if you're at the Vatican, you can just get somebody to fly you somewhere right away. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, regardless. I mean, this is this is hardly the, the, the largest incons- inconsistent thing about this film. So,
2: this just movie's falling apart. <laughs>
0: Matron sitting around in the in the drawing room with the priest and his boys, um, just eating a lot of nuts, looking real uncomfortable,
2: real feral animal style. Uh, yeah, and now nah, 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 nah. Yeah, it's weird. And then hey, everyone, Clarissa's back, and she's got two children, and it's never explained. <laughs> she oh, says she, no, she borrowed them from, from a friend. friend. <laughs> right, but for what? For what end? I know to... that's the no, thing that th- I want to
0: know of about. The party. Like,
1: why? Why do they oh. need children?
0: they're part of they're part of they're supposed to be part of the wedding party like they're the equivalent of like the flower girl and the boy flower girl.
2: Oh, you know what? I do remember seeing that pass by very quickly. Yes, the ring bearer and a flower child and I think if they had just said ring bearer and flower child, then I would have been like, okay, I guess that makes yeah. sense.
0: So, they go upstairs, Ethan goes with them and like just grabs Clarissa by the vagina on the way up. Yeah. Mhm. Yep. I'm consensually. She's definitely OK with it. They have they have an existing, pre-existing relationship where this kind of behavior is OK.
1: Yeah. Back in the drawing room, Pierre is like, hey, the ladies are resting. Could you, you stop it with the clanging on the harpsichord? <laughs> Constant harpsichord. What is this, the Adams Family? The priest's like, he just loves the harpsichord so much, he can't help can't it. Help he it. sees a harpsichord and just goes. his his
0: nimble little fingers can't help but caress the harpsichord oh father grossberger come on he's so gross he's very gross grossest well anyway what what pierre does like is bribing priests to say that uh baptisms were super normal uh and a-okay and he does this by by being like, hey Matarin, remember, remember what we talked about? Remember the thing where like when you get married, you're gonna like completely refurbish the church and put a real nice fancy bell up in there? Maturan is like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> and priest's like, for a fancy bell, I'll do whatever you say.
2: Yeah. So just say that this was an awesome uh, baptism down the line, not at all weird, done behind a closed door, mm-hmm. possibly while I'm uh, shaving. <laughs>
1: Speaking of Better closed doors, yeah. Tiffany's yeah. oh, upstairs, roll it in the deep with Clarissa. It's, nope. again, not not quite functional sex, but no. there's nudity.
0: There's yeah. nudity. It says, you, you do get a full frontal of Iphany.
1: And then <laughs> Clarissa and then gets up.
0: Yep. It she cuts. gets, well, she yourself off on the on the railing again oh, or whatever.
1: yeah gotta think about and that
0: then she well. it up, the closet up where they have stashed the children while they fuck which i'm gonna go on record as saying is not okay
2: no regardless no, of rega- regardless of whether or not there's narnia on the other side of God, that God. uh there's like <laughs> I mean, it's they, better if there's a narnia like leave them leave them with the chef leave them anywhere <laughs> tell them to go fucking play in the street but they literally are it's a yeah. giant castle with <laughs> i have to assume some other servants there it's like oh you know what go go play with the chauffeur go do anything go they sit outside they might not actually be and...
0: able to afford other servants though because they are Definitely, uh, they definitely need this marriage to happen so that their family line doesn't just
2: collapse. A hundred and totally percent. I'm just saying Never that there, the there are options that you can pursue as opposed to taking two tiny children's <laughs> and then putting them in a wardrobe while you bone.
1: Locking them in.
2: <laughs> yeah. Even. It is yeah. not, it's not, that's not okay.
1: Especially when they come out and one of them's like, oh, the other one was afraid and shivering a bit, but I, I held on great. I was brave. Every,
0: there's nobody who survives this film who shouldn't get therapy mm. or arrested or both. Yeah. Jail mm. therapy. I don't know.
1: If was summoned to deliver a new, fresh, off the presses note from <laughs> Pierre to beloved Lucy. Uh, yes. they...
0: Maturine was at least in the room when it was being written.
1: <laughs> pull a rose out of an ice bucket. Yep. Special for this letter.
0: And nothing weird's gonna happen with that rose ever. Oh. It's gonna be fine.
2: And then we're back to Lucy, and Lucy's just hanging out, looking at her pictures, and just enjoying her own company? Or
1: about you? She's got all of her Polaroids. Mm-hmm. All of them. Oh. Even the non-sexy and ones. Yep. And she's exploring herself in an awkward way.
0: Sure. The very awkward way. To I guess all of them, not just not just the horse ones. Oh, that branch. Oh, that column. Ooh, oh, look at that pond. <sighs> oh, I remember how bubbly
2: it was, like my loins. That pond and I have something in common. Um <laughs> yeah. and then exactly. And then Epiphany show what's Epiphany show short for? Is that a French name? I think it's
0: just his name. I think it's I just think it's his just name, Ifani. I was
2: Ifani. I was I was curious if it was like short for Tiffany or even considering how this movie is Epiphany um but who I mean it might be implicitly so but not textually, I don't think. I think It was just- it was an unfamiliar enough handle to me sure. that I was like I wonder if that has any meaning or resonance as to someone who speaks French.
1: But, it definitely oh, sounds I 100% French.
2: 100%. Don't know, but
0: it's not to the best of my knowledge, it's not a French word. Okay. Also, to the best of my knowledge, which is somewhat limited because, you know, I learned Quebecois French
2: mostly. Well, anyway, if shows up and is like, hey, lady, I got this letter. I got a rose for you and go back to looking at your horse stick. Uh, have a great afternoon. I hate it here.
0: Yes. Also, Roma, Romandello has been locked in his room without uh, recourse uh, or food until the cardinal calls. <laughs> Perfect.
1: He's got yeah, to he's got whack the coin. door with a stick when the call comes in. <laughs> right. It's
2: interesting because when the movie opens, you're like, Ah, oh, Pierre, Pierre seems to have a little sense about him. And uh, this other guy is uh, seems to be a real pain in the ass and will probably be our villain. And then it's like, all right, so what I'm going to do is lock you, you old dying man, in a room with no food or water. And you just keep calling a phone until a, you, a cardinal picks up on the other end. Asshole. And then I was suddenly like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to take a stand and say, there are no good guys in this movie. This is not a good guy, bad guy scenario. No, it's it's not. Everyone in this movie is deeply fucked up.
0: Oh, it's time for... uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, Lucy Lucy, uh, is uh, reading Masterman's letter about how much he's looking forward to having sex with her
2: soon. Which was written by his father... which makes it extra weird, like everything else in this. But why should why should this be any different? Uh, You know, a very normal thing for a father to write dirty letters to his son's fiancee, who he's never met.
1: Yeah. And the rose that we saw him handle is the rose that she caresses her own cheek and lips with while she reads Mm. the letter romantically. And she doesn't like not recognize the handwriting so it's definitely yep. the dad that's been writing sexy letters to her this entire time. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. Almost
0: that I mean I was ne- like look at Matcharin. He's not he's not a sexy letter writing guy.
2: He doesn't care about human sex, I feel like. No. No.
1: But up to this point it could have been like, could oh, be a he's a shy boy, a sensitive soul. He's got sure. the heart of a poet. Sure. Something like that. But Thank no, you. it's it's actually just Pierre
0: yeah Mm -hmm, mm um so the kitchen's still a mess pierre goes goes in to let them know that there's going to be six for for a delicious snail dinner
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) good thing that the place is crawling with snails (laughs) work with what you got there's a lot of snails in this movie maybe maybe not as much as that fulci movie but there's still a lot of snails in here
2: no and these snails are these snails are working to represent a variety of things
0: Yeah, I think this is the most snails I've ever seen in a movie that wasn't a Zed and Two Knots.
2: Fascinating. Well, stay tuned for Enigma because that movie's got some motherfucking snails. Anyway, right. so now we're at dinner. We're at dinner, and everybody's having a nice snail dinner uh, <laughs> because it's a because it's a French movie. It's a parody of French movies, babe. It's just like oh. Yeah. Like if I was like, Josh, you're going to make fun of a French movie. What do you need? My first thing to be like well, snails. First and foremost, we got to have everybody eating snails. They love that shit. Um, and they talk about where's the cardinal? Oh, he's definitely definitely on his way. And this is the part where if it was a farce, they would have made somebody run in the other room and like dress up like a cardinal yep. and be like, yep. here, everybody, you know, but absolutely. I was
1: waiting for them to pull in the fake cardinal.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah, Absolutely. I mean,
1: <laughs> their own driver.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: there's so many possibilities.
2: And they talk about this, the you know, oh, and once we're married, we're going to donate to the church a new bell. And uh, Lucy says this six different times in the movie. She was like, and I get to pick the tone of the bell, yep. which is like, is that exciting? Like, it's just a note. You're going to so
1: that it sounds like the bells at the Vatican.
2: Mm I guess. make you closer to the real church. (laughs) Sure. It's more exciting than not picking the tone of the bell. And you would think Aunt Virginia would be like, oh, good. You're giving your money to the church, but she's got a real bug in her butt about it. Well, she's probably still kind of hoping everyone will die and she'll get that money.
0: Valid. Also, assuming they're American, she probably cares way less about this
1: stuff. Mm hmm. And she has the will.
0: She has the will. She's like, look at this.
1: She just takes a small break from the table to pull her skirt up, reach into her garter yeah. where she stashed the will <laughs> for, for later reading. Uh, and, and Pierre's like, hey, can I borrow that for a second? Let me just look at that. I'm not going to set it on fire or rip it up or anything.
0: <laughs> for a lady who doesn't like sex or sex things, she does like she doesn't not do sexy things. Like pulling a letter out of your garter is a pretty sexy move.
1: She's on a generally. full power trip this entire movie. Yeah, yeah. But
2: also, I would say that I mean, just because I I feel like a woman of her age probably would be wearing stockings and garters not to be sexy, but just because mm. like that's that's how it's done. And as as we all know, dresses with pockets weren't invented until like five years ago. So where's <laughs> well, she gonna put true. it? Okay, well, I mean, burden,
0: but it but is still, sexily, not-
2: It is sexily shot. That, it is shot yes. in that sort of just Jacqueline, hazy, just sort of like a woman's hiking up her skirt and there's a secret in there. But yes. I don't think Virginia's doing that to be sexy. I think the movie oh, yeah. is just horny.
1: The first time we saw it, we saw her pull it out of her purse where it was in an envelope, and then she put it on her desk so she could have mm. left it with her luggage yeah, or anything.
0: So she's whipping this out because Pierre has been like, listen, they can get married whenever they want. It's fine. We don't have to, what's with all this time pressure? The Cardinal could show up in a few days and it'll all be cool. And she's like, well, actually I have this legal document that says that they have to get married within six months of her father dying, which is two days from now. And he's like, we got 48 hours. Why are you even making a thing of this? It's, we got so much time. It's fine. (laughs) We'll pull an (laughs)
2: all-nighter. uh and then uh and then they're just like well tell us a little bit about yourself matthew and he's I like move. well i was i was on a horse and i broke my or one of them's like oh yeah he broke his arm because he fell off a horse or something yep uh and then he's like i he used stopped smoking he stopped mm. smoking oh right because i think they're talking about virtues maybe yes is this yeah. the scene where they're his, talking about virtues?
1: and we saw a a scene before this when he was in the when he was eating nuts earlier, we saw yeah. his dad, Pierre, reach into his pocket and pull out a pack of smokes and be like, I thought you said you quit. And right. so now yeah. it's just like, hey, yeah, my son, who's great and is awesome and was baptized, has totally quit smoking.
0: He's <laughs> the full package.
2: Yeah, he's pretty great. Ladies? Uh, and Matt Turin's like, yeah, I stopped smoking. The, the, you know how I stopped smoking? Because now I just chew. I chew all day. I chew no, like a squirrel. Now I'm nuts. I'm nuts. And he pulls like a handful and he just starts no. shoving his cheeks filled with nuts. Like and a squirrel. And then everybody's just like, well, Maturin's real time.' It's like when Crispin Glover was on The Letterman Show and they're just like, uh- well, Maturin has a bus he needed to catch. He has an <laughs> dentist appointment he had to get to. Pierre, like just starts manhandling him dup-dap, out of the dup-dap. room. Yep. Here we go. Whoop! <laughs> Fireman, carry. Get him out of here. He's real sleepy. Whack. You know. Just yeah. Get... And like, and Aunt Vivian.
0: Not Vivian. Aunt Virginia. Victoria virginia there we go <laughs> got it got it in three and victoria is like well this is this guy's a weirdo you can't marry him and lisa's like i don't know i think he's really like fucking sexy i would do him right now right in front of everybody i'm so down to it down to climb on top of him.
2: look at the way he shoves nuts in his mouth look, this is a man who he can knows, shove me in his mouth like a, those nuts
0: obviously this is a man who knows how to please a woman <laughs> she's yeah. just boy she's really committed to having sex with With him specifically. Lucy and
1: the priest drag the ant out to the drawing room where she sits down. She's just like, whoa, I can't. Oh, there's too much activity going on. And the priest, like, rifles through his bag and grabs another indistinct bottle of clear liquid. And just like, here, some ether, I guess, to help you with your vapors.
0: She's (laughs) not into it. She's like, no, I'm going to my room. And so are you, Lucy. Come upstairs. Surely you can't get in trouble in your room.
1: And then the priest leads on
0: the harpsichord a little bit. Yeah. There's a little there's a little bit of comedy where he keeps making harpsichord noises.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and he's
0: wiping his head with whatever that clear liquid is.
2: Oh yeah. He's like giving himself a <laughs> head polish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like,
0: This has been so much for me. I need to ether my head.
2: Well, that's not ether then, is it? No, it, it isn't.
1: It is? It's something. I assume it's like
0: some kind of like perfume water or something nice smelling. I don't even know. Maybe it's just water. Yeah. He just keeps a decanter of water on him at all times. Holy water? No, he wouldn't be that crazy. He really. might, probably not though.
1: Rose he does water? Ha- oh, oh it could
0: what? be rose water. Yeah, rose yeah, water. yeah. Well, at any rate, remember how there's kids in this movie? <laughs> Let's put them in this scene.
1: Let's introduce them to the priest. They'll do great. They're they're very <laughs> virtuous and honorable little yep. children.
0: The priest's like, what's your name, little boy? And the, and the little girl's like, my name's Blood." and the priest is like, I don't fucking care what you do. Yeah, who gives a <laughs> shit? That's not what, that's, that's, not, that's not my area of expertise. Ugh, gross. Um, and that's when we find out they're in the wedding party,
2: and everybody still wants to know where the cardinal is. Where's the cardinal? Any minute. Our cardinal's <laughs> gonna get here any minute. He's getting picked up at the airport by his friend Godot, so <laughs> yeah. he will be here any second. It's like they took Homer Simpson's notes for how
0: to improve uh, Poochie on the Itchy and Scratchy show. And so now everybody has, whenever the Cardinal's not
2: in the scene, everybody has to ask where he is. Now it's getting late. And Pierre's like, whoa, oh, oh, cutting up there. Cardinal, or not Cardinal, Priest and your, your little boys. Who uh, are asleep a- on your lap right now. Yeah. Yeah. What if you weren't here? What if you were literally anywhere else? And the priest is like, absolutely not. This is wonderful. I love (laughs) being just sitting in this chair with two little boys heads on my lap. This is fantastic. Thanks. This is where the action is. I'll just, I'll just make
0: myself comfortable in a little corner. You'll barely know that I'm here. Yeah.
1: And just to double down on the horniness, Lucy's up in her room in front of several mirrors trying on a very sheer white gown and our first shot of that is just her entire ass through through a veil basically. I believe this
0: to be her wedding dress although I'm almost positive she's supposed to be wearing something under it.
2: I cannot imagine in any way shape or form that this is supposed to be her wedding dress. It's got a veil.
0: Oh maybe it's her wedding night dress.
2: That's what it is. It's her wedding night negligee
0: could be that makes a lot more sense actually yeah
2: it does it does have a veil maybe it is but but it's like a slip like maybe it's the (laughs) slip of her wedding dress it's i I think i feel like it might be part of the dress just because of the veil but yeah well there are definitely other parts missing and a lot of parts on view um oof and uh and yeah she's just the and the director is just like ever wonder what a naked lady looks like here here's one for like 45 minutes
0: <laughs> Here's, ever wonder what a lady looks like if she's naked, but she were wearing clothing too? Let's really let's really contemplate that. Barely
2: clothing? Yeah, great. Um mm-hmm. and it's terrific. And it's terrific. I'm not gonna lie. She it was great. Uh anyways, and she, uh, she falls asleep. Yep. Uh and she dreams of 200 years ago. <laughs> <and> <laughs> doodly doodly
0: doodly
1: and
2: sorry. Romelita playing harpsichord, watching sheep. There's a there's a mommy sheep and a baby sheep.
1: And they're staked out in this flower field like they're waiting for a T-Rex.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. They're her watching sheep. Yeah. They're there to inspire her harpsichord playing. Look, before phones were invented. <laughs> you know you had to stare at something. <laughs> right. You can't why why not look look at,
1: harpsichord.
2: Why not look at sheep?
1: And the little baby lamb wanders away. Oh no. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Romilda must go after it. She she all but jumps out of the the
2: very low window, but she does actually go out the door. Yeah. Uh, and she follows the sheep deep into the woods where we saw uh, Lucy uh, padding about with the big yes, column the ex- and the thing. Exact and same
0: trajectory. Yes.
2: And and uh, we see that column and we see there's something behind that column and we hear some Claws. Uh, some growling noises. Wow. <laughs> that's my that's my beast she
1: wanders through the woods and there's more roaring in the distance it's all very spooky and then she just finds the lamb's corpse it's been ripped to shreds to shreds you say it has no face and it's 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 so
0: realistic it's uh... (laughs) a
1: rainbow collar is lying on the ground
0: i mean okay to be fair what they have what they appear to have done is taken an actual lamb and taking its take take taking all its face meats off, so you there's a skull there, and cut it open, and then taken the contents of a butcher shop, <laughs> and sort of dumped it on top. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there's more chunks landing, and Revelda's just like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, the lamb. And she makes
0: a really great face that would certainly look look good on the cover of an Arrow video uh, package. <laughs> yes. The funniest thing about like her "oh no" face is that when you've seen this movie, if you see that image and you don't, you haven't seen the image before, you're 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 likely to think that she's looking at something else when she's making that face. Oh, sweet mystery of life, I've found you
1: precisely. not up in the tree there's like a chewbacca like a heart separating from a piece of meat it wants the heart the good good lamb hearts like i don't Um, know how to describe the beast it's like a dog bear it's like a cute he's got a
0: cute head that but you but like okay so so this special effect if you will this outfit, this costume, has two two distinct heads. It has the nice, cute head, and it has the tongue-walling-out head, which mostly you only ever see the tongue of, because I assume the rest of it looks bad. You never see... You do not see like a full, really good shot of the beast, because that doesn't exist in, in life. They're mostly yeah.
1: concerned with the phallus.
0: The phallus definitely got the most
2: love. Have we met the phallus yet? Is this no, where we... No, because okay.
0: Lucy... Lucy uh, this is where Lucy wakes, uh, or where... Not where Lucy wakes up, but where we cut back to the uh, the mansion where
1: everybody has gone. Betty, bye. And the phone rings.
0: I wonder who it could be. Is it the Cardinal? Anybody know if it's the Cardinal? Did the Cardinal call?
2: Pierre goes to check, and here's uh, here's his brother basically saying like, "Hey, um, don't come here. It's bad. You don't want to be here. It's hot. It's a bad time of year. It's France. France, <laughs> France is terrible, probably. Don't come here. Don't come here. The end." Let yeah. me tell you the secret of
0: Maturin's fake baptism. Oh, no. Pierre has hauled me away from the phone for a reason. I pulled the
1: straight razor out of his pocket.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you know, probably something happened. They yeah. cut away, cut away. But the cardinals on the phone, you like, hello? Hello? What's happening? What's going on? I think you just left the phone dangling.
1: Instead, we've seen the phone actually dragged across the floor and yeah, completely yeah, uh, yanked out of the wall. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And now, and everybody's woken up because this is quite a kerfuffle and the priest wakes up and is like, Hey, what's going on? What's happening? And Pierre's just like, the good news is everything is great. And why don't we put you up in a bedroom? So you're not just hanging out here in my living room while I need to clean up this murder. I just did.
0: (laughs) And he's like, no, I love it here with, with two sweet boys sleeping on top of me. I wouldn't dream of, of inconveniencing anybody or moving.
2: Yeah. This is definitely not an inconvenience with what I'm doing right now. This is the, this is, you are all probably thrilled that I'm here. Um, <laughs> I'm here with my boys. Yep. And Pierre is like, all right, right. as rain then. That sounds about right. Uh, I'm just going to go take care of a thing. That's not a murder. And then we go back to the dream and then we see the beast's cute widow face, and his big old beast
0: dick, on which no expense has been spared. No.
1: Well, there's several different models, but I I don't even Credit. like. Uh, I can't even really describe what the thing looks like because it in... it looks a bit like a horse dick. Yeah. Okay. So recently, at work, we were sent a quiz on different animal penises. Okay. Oh, and this reminds are. me more of like the rhino shovel shaped dick uh. than the the horse ones we've seen earlier. But so later I, on, there's some horse ones that look kind of similar, so I can see where yeah, they're going.
0: Extends it kind of,
1: yeah.
2: It reminded me of like a joystick from a a flight yes. simulator video game. Also like true. it is, it is like it is sort of like it's at a ninety degree angle and it's mm-hmm. very textured. It's like yeah, a um,
1: classic super soaker.
2: You don't, and you don't know how right you are, my friend. Well, well you do because you've seen this movie too, and it yeah. is. Yeah. It's a. It's gonna. We're gonna get yeah. there. Yeah. Jesus. It's definitely it's like, meant to piston.
1: Like it's. Yeah.
2: Uh, they
0: um, they a hundred percent. Prob like okay like the guy whoever whoever formed bad the the company bad dragon has absolutely watched this movie a few times for inspiration
2: I don't know what you are talking about. Oh, they make they make fantasies.
0: I know what you're talking about. Dildos. It's fine.
2: It's fine. We don't have no, to go. So what they him. do,
0: Josh, is they make dildos that are shaped like dragon penises. We're fanciful dildos. So if you if your fantasy is to have sex with a fantasy creature, you can make it more more uh, fantastic. I think I read somewhere that fantasy dildos.
2: I think I read somewhere that those are uh, that there are uh, fine uh, people on the right hand side of the political continuum working oh, to sure. make those illegal oh well that's bad i mean they're doing a lot worse. that you know what all oh, of the, granted all of the things that the right is doing in our country right now uh outlawing uh outlawing dragon dildos is like that's look we need those just as much as we need everything else but it's
0: it's yeah but intersectionality nice. josh it's all yeah. it's
2: all of a piece <laughs> yes
0: um first they came for our dildos and you said nothing no, and then our di- no, and then no! We got no. they, they, they went way past that, and then our dildos came. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <No.
2: laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that's one of their many functions. So it's just right.
1: like okay, yeah, like there's like some casual like glances at the dick, and I was expecting <laughs> like that to be it. It was just like no, here's the monster face, child. scary face, scary claws. It's got a dick. It's horny, and she's running.
0: Levels. She's yeah. running
1: away and that's going to be it. But nope. somehow she continues to like lose clothing.
0: <laughs> the beast, I mean I we I believe that we're meant to understand that the beast is tearing them off, but on a practical level, it looks more like she's Handing pieces of her clothes to the beast, so he can, yeah, he,
2: he can pretend that he got to tear them off. It's Carmen Electra in the cold open of scary movie, like she just, oh, she just right. runs by, and is like, "Oops, accidentally, all my clothes came off with one oh, branch." Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. And we're eventually left with her just in the corset and wig that she was on display in the and cabinet, socks. And, and one okay, shoe, socks, and okay, one shoe, and she's bottomless. <laughs> Running just running through the woods months. well, the lusty beast is like, ah, oh, in pursuit, ah, oh. and then she gets up into a tree and yeah. she's terrible at climbing.
0: <laughs> she is, but also, also the beast takes this opportunity to calm down a little by rubbing one out against the tree. Graphically.
1: This is start- where I started wetly. laughing. This is where I started laughing sure, like yeah. a lot, because the yeah. next bit is she's hanging from a branch. <laughs> And the beast comes up to her and starts licking at her. Yeah. And the the bottom shot is just like the goop. And then there's <laughs> the top. And she's just like, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> she's scrambling. She's trying to scrabble for purchase with her feet, which are unfortunately scrabbling for purchase on the beast, beast dick, which he
1: is really
2: into. <laughs> This has got to be Tarantino's favorite movie, right?
1: It's an accidental foot job. It's with Socks on, like <laughs> he steps directly on top of it. <laughs> it's like
2: listen. Well, to he's, be fair, it's, straight, it's like a
1: fireman's pole at this
2: point. Yeah. like it's like <laughs> she, she could it's fucking climb it to heaven. <laughs> could, it is. It indeed. It is load bearing. <laughs> <laughs> so many loads. <laughs> Um, oh my God! And anyway, then, so, so she gives so him I, an ex- accidental yeah. footer, and it's like, uh, look, it's it's like uh, it's like Fred Flintstone's car. It needs. Uh, exactly. Uh, anyways, uh, so she falls, she falls away, thank God, and she covers her loins with her wig, <laughs> and then <laughs> runs away and into the, and it leaves her wig behind her, and then the beast gets off with her wig.
1: Mm-hmm. And we're like good that's the last we'll ever see <laughs> that's, of this.
0: A, that's gotta be it right lucy right? wakes up the, she got away, away from okay, the beast she, she
1: deterred it by yep. giving it her wig yep. to do whatever with
0: yep yep and she's she's run back to her home where she'll be safe lucy's woken up from presumably from this implicitly from this dream yeah uh, i could never tell it's it's, it's implicit, but it's hard to, it's hard to guarantee it. She could the, just be waking up horny and we could be
2: seeing this for no reason. Yeah. The dream seems to continue unabated whether or not Lucy is awake or asleep. Yeah, That is not untrue. Um, Th- don't not thank you. Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> also, I think it's, I think it's important to note because it's kind of, it can be hard to tell with the wig wigs and everything. And it, and it would make sense if this was, but it's not they do not have the same actress playing Romilda and Lucy,
2: no, because they shot they yes. shot the beast uh the beast has the best day of his life uh, <laughs> yes. as a well, separate thing
0: well, yeah, I mean probably <laughs> the best day of his life. <laughs> Yeah, so because I like, yeah, I was like, are they using the same actress? I'm like, no, they're
1: definitely. No,
2: no that's what I thought as well, too. And then but I Lucy's was like, Lucy's extremely
1: no. horny in her yep. sheer Ooh. slip of a dress. And she mm-hmm. goes down the hallway to, I guess, her adjoining bedroom where Maturin's asleep on his it's like bed. like across the hall. And she's just like, Oh, he's got his his shoes on. I'm just gonna sexually take off his shoes and then try to j- jump on it. Oh no, he's turned over. He doesn't <laughs> want to have sex right now. Okay, I'm gonna that go back to. Her. I'm gonna go back to my bedroom. Now we're. Go- I mean, we're gonna find
2: out in a little while uh, why he's sleeping so soundly. But up until this point, I'm just sort of like, I am a particularly light sleeper, and <laughs> I don't think I would be like. <sighs> Mm, you know, if somebody took off my shoes while I was sleeping, I think I would bolt up and be like, hey, what the fuck? But not Matt Turin. Matt just like, yeah. oh.
0: Yeah,
2: me too. She goes back to her room and has a nice drink of water. And I guess there is a there is a fire hose in <laughs> her bathroom. She just somehow, or maybe she's she, like, oops, him. she's
1: really <laughs> uncoordinated water. after the effects of being asleep.
0: She... Well, I mean, A, she drinks, she, she drinks like from the faucet with her hand. So she gets wet that way. But also she wipes her all, all the dampness off onto her dress. And then there's significantly more afterwards.
2: It's like she said water on you can't do that on television. <laughs> it's exactly like that.
0: Now, not only is she wearing an extremely sheer garment, but now it's wet and it's stuck to her. <laughs> so she's even more naked with clothes on than maybe she was before.
2: Can we take a sec? Because we've just talked about a lot of crazy shit. and Yes. I, and as someone who didn't go to film school, Anna, sure. What's this all supposed to be? So what we've seen is a beast chase Mm -hmm. a lady, eat her out, Mm -hmm. get an accidental foot job, rub his dick Mm -hmm. against Mm -hmm. a tree. And then a woman wakes up, takes off a man's shoes and then covers Mm -hmm. herself with water and gets back into bed. What's the commentary here? What am I? Because to me, I'm just sort of like, wow, this is a bunch of fucked up shit that this weird guy wanted to commit to celluloid because who even God knows why. But like, is this about? our relationship with nature is this about, like, what am I, you know what I mean? Because either- Our
1: relationship with nature is the next scene.
2: Sure. But I mean, you know, sometimes a bee stick is just a bee stick, I suppose, but like, I- What's the thing? It's like no redeeming social value. Like, am I looking at weird pornography or because there are so many other things in the movie that you can point to and you can go, okay, this is, this is a, this is, we're making fun of the church. We're making fun of propriety and upper class manners. We're making Mm -hmm. fun of people chasing money and they don't care who they hurt to get there. Okay. Now we're watching a fucking werewolf monster (laughs) get, Sock fucked. Yes. What am I to get from that? What is the what? What is the put on your little film school hat, Anna, and just be like, What am I? What's that part? Is what? it the war? It's no. I mean, look, it could be the war.
0: No, it's not. Okay. Well, uh, putting on my
2: film school hat, which I assume is shaped like a canister of film or something. Um, it's a cute little fast. Oh, you need this hat? No, you need a cute little film fascinator. Oh yeah. Like just
0: for my, oh, that would be so cute. Okay. But what is the dick? All right. Okay. (laughs) So here's, here's my take on it, which is by no means any kind of canonical, anything. Um, so one of the things to, to remain keeping in mind is that all this B sex stuff was created for a different film, which was basically a bunch of increasingly historical scenes of erotica. Um,
2: and, and in the most, what, no, quiet um (laughs) okay i've ordered 600 b sticks for you
0: oh god no where am i gonna put them next to the other ones anyway uh so it's important to keep in mind that the original project of the whole all the b sequences was to be part of of this film which was dealing with like Uh, which was all of which were based on various writings and things and all of which had to one degree or another, an aspect of taboo. Like one of them is about Elizabeth Bathory uh, murdering a bunch of virgins to Mm bathe in their blood, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. So at least part of it is just to show something like taboo slash blasphemous in some way, right? Like that's, I would say the original project of it now inserted into this movie. Yes. That's my question right so inserted into this movie i think what's going on is uh borachik has taken this as sort of his starting point and taking it to to i think in the final analysis like and it maybe doesn't like here's the thing i don't know that it actually integrates all that w- it's, like a, it's like it's like it's kind of janky how it integrates into the rest of the film like it's kind of clutchy um but i think the that the, the purpose of it beyond its original purpose within this film is to be like you know what like look what happens when somebody lets like like takes leave of their senses for for lusty purposes and does something that they darn know which they well shouldn't and like the, the that sin carries down the more you try to cover it up and this is the end result of that All right, that would be my take
1: i buy it that's it, okay i was gonna save it to the end but that's kind of mm-hmm. the the view that is being uh yeah poked at
0: yeah right you, uh, well and it's taking the piss on it too because it's like oh this taboo thing but uh, like it's not like because we'll get there but there, there, like there's a there's a you know rubicon that she crosses where she's like you know what actually i like beast sex and i want to do a lot of it
1: yeah <laughs> this is definitely taking the piss about Female sexuality mm-hmm. and aggressive sexuality or lust yeah. and just the warnings against that where you know if you see these signs oh you've got a witch on your hands that kind of thing
0: female female enjoyment of their sexuality is very prescribed like like you see that like it was textual in the movie right because and and victoria is like disgusted by lucy's in, in, extreme horniness Maturin, or not Maturin. uh Ifani never like the and um, uh, what's your exp- name? Explains Col- the all. What yeah, Clarissa. Clarissa, there we go. Thank you. It, like, Clarissa never gets to actually like, get her rocks off properly because people keep calling her lover away, like without con- considering that maybe she was using him at the moment like and it's an, uh, and that's like sort of like the funny way and everything but this is also in like so and the and this like the and the, the you know when the cardinal shows up he's all like oh this was a bunch of bullshit because people should never do this and like and we have like and then there's a lot of like talking about what's the context and everything but like it's like it is taking the piss out of that whole all very moral perspective, right it's like well, here's like the absurd end result of that is you've got a be a really horny beast and a really horny lady, and according to like the letter of law, they're terrible
1: yeah uh, this is this is what the priest warned you about. this is what yeah, it looks like yeah. this um, is what it
0: looks like, and doesn't it look and like it's it, it may maybe. Just maybe for some of you, maybe it's actually a little sexy and maybe.
1: But don't mostly it's so really much. silly. <laughs>
0: It but is, mostly it's just it is, really ridiculous.
2: It is very silly. Uh, I I did, a, I did a little, in my kind of slapdash, uh, you know, just learning a little bit more about the movie. The story of this legend that the Beast sequence is based on is basically like a woman, a noble woman goes a-wandering. She's encountered by a beast. She's assaulted by the beast. But then she basically decides to like be in charge and take mm-hmm. the reins. And fucks, <laughs> and fucks him to death. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and it is, and that is just like, and that's a straight up story of like, and a very, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say things like that, oh, but it's, it's like- it It's sounds, female it sounds empowerment, it's like female
1: ownership of yeah. sexuality.
2: Which is yeah. all cool as shit, considering it was written in France a bajillion years ago. So it's like, and we get to that, although, it's never kind of said explicitly, like mm-hmm. "Oh, the beast died because she fucked it too hard." Um, I mean, it's said I guess we're
0: supposed I to imply yes. Uh, that's course. I don't know what other interpretation there could be. It was foot job that killed the beast? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fun yeah. fact. So, wait, fun fact. Fun this fact. Better be, this better be fun. Oh, this is so fun. (laughs) Brochick is such a, such like a micromanager that he
2: made the beasts ejaculate at home and brought it to set. That's a fun
1: project. That's like when you, that's like, when you make, that's like when you make a science fair volcano. But Is that like when you bring like cookies to the office and you have to list what the ingredients are just in case? Like, do you think?
0: Um, I mean, the camera guy knew the ingredients, so it was an open secret. It's just like a bunch of like, you know, what you'd like stuff you'd think like you it looks like throw Elmer's
1: together. glue. Like it's just white paste.
0: It's like fla- it's like a flowery paste of some kind, if I recall correctly. I mean, mm. like it but he probably needed it to be a real specific consistency for him to be happy.
2: oh, it's peepepi mache, yes,
0: <laughs> nice,
2: anyway. Thank you for thank you by the way for uh, contextualizing a scene of a man in a werewolf costume fucking a lady. There. I was utterly yeah. unprepared. I pulled that out of my ass.
1: Anyways, so the, the spoiler is yeah she she fucks the beast to death and that was so raunchy that it carried down her line <laughs> so that yes. in the future if the man's have sex with the lady they die. Like, yes. Men's is week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh. Because of the that's
1: curse all, from female why, sexuality.
2: That's why the guy is so scared of lady. Oh, good work, Corey. <sighs> because his son, because he knows his son is a or his nephew is a the beast. Yeah. Well, and but also that's why he's he didn't,
0: that's why he murdered his wife because he was terrified of her.
1: Yes. Wait, but does that mean he beast too? That, that, that might he's be why be- he in wheelchair. Who he's d- hiding something.
0: Well, keep in mind that 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 the guy in the wheelchair is not Maturin's- No, I know, father. but
2: as I don't know what runs in the family and what doesn't. Right. And also, this we're gonna get another scene coming up where this lady a uh, 200 years ago is explicitly impregnated by this beast. So that's now in sure. her family line. Well, at least potentially impregnated. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot everywhere, man. It's like a I,
0: I show. Not, I'm not Something's getting it. in it's there. Probably yes. Uh, well, right later I mean, you, know uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what? What <laughs> textually in the film that absolutely happens. I don't know why I'm arguing. So,
1: it. the next scene Lucy grabs the rose that was provided with the letter that Pierre wrote her under Maturin's name, and she mm. masturbates with this rose and sticks it up inside of herself. Which the entire time I was yelling uh-huh. at the screen, just, uh-huh, no. Uh-huh. Don't yeah. do that! No! Just
2: like every cowboy sings a sad, <laughs> sad, sad song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that you want to talk about an exacting director. That motherfucker better have been there with a pair of toenail clippers and a fucking emery board, sanding that goddamn rose's stem down <laughs> until right? it shone like alabaster. Because any other goddamn uh. way, there's no styptic pencil that's going to handle that. <laughs>
0: It's true. I don't want
2: to. I also
0: think like I think it's worth noting or like I think it's worth noting my my, which may vary that like we sort of described like the amount. uh, The amount that this movie shows of things is real interesting because like we see full on horse sex, you never see actual like pornographic levels of sex in this film at all but like by by american north american soft core standards you see more genitalia and more of genitalia than normally you would
2: a hundred thousand that's just percent. and i just
0: think that's like i mean this is a cultural thing but i'm just like this is like soft point five core or something it's like just a it's a little it's it's a little higher up on the dial than, yeah. than I would, uh, then I'd expect to see on like showcase in the middle of the night.
2: Oh yeah. No, this is not, this is beyond skinamax. It's skinamax. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real. Yeah. It's, a weird, it's a weird. I can't, I'm glad in your story, you were only 16 or 17 when you saw this, although you said they cut out all the beast stuff. I don't remember any of this beast stuff. Yeah. Like,
0: I don't think you would possibly forget even a moment of it.
2: Oh, did, it, did I, see, you know, I'm trying to remember, did I see a beast rub his dick against a tree?
1: Or a <laughs> yeah, yeah. or, or, or a dress fabric, or a lady.
2: Or anywhere, the hardware store.
0: There might have, like, okay, there might have been a real truncated version of the beast sequence where they somehow excised all of the sex part of it, or all of the, like, the phallic part of it. I don't know how that's really feasible, but maybe
2: no oh also no uh north american softcore film that much ejaculate no absolutely ejaculate does not
0: exist i feel like maybe like maybe the first part and like the part where she gets like stripped off and then maybe some some like shots to generally give you the idea that there was beast sex happening and that's like at most what you would get but i don't even think i saw that i think like the last part of the film was just so disjointed and like i guess and i guess maturin was a beast i don't know where that came from maturin died on the way to his home planet
2: <laughs> right it's like huh
0: that's weird
2: um so all right so she gets off she gets off with yep. the rose she she gets off i've been fucked by a rose. That is not, by the way. That even though you don't actually see digital or r- no. rosical penetration, <laughs> it is a thousand million times more. And she's she's either wearing a merkin or is is all yes. natural down there. No. So you're not. So you're not seeing. You're not seeing lip. You're just. But it's no. a, It's more than you would see it's in like young a lady Chatterley. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But yeah. like
0: when Ramilda's hanging from that tree you do see a lot more than I expect to see in in, in quote unquote softcore.
2: Anyway. No, this is this is
0: an X-ray. Anyway, this whatever. would be
2: an X-ray if this played oh, in America uncut, which it never did. I don't God, think no. this would be this would be one of those movies that's rated X, and that much in the same way that like if I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning so I could watch some like you know some weird like Czechoslovakian like oh this has got one boob in it and I'm gonna see it. <laughs> right? Like I, I I'm trying to imagine like some grindhouse theater or some sticky floor theater in the late '70s where guys. The Raincoat Brigade is like, all right, we're gonna see some French shit, and then they're just sitting there like this the whole time. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? There's Why a- are there children there. Yeah, there's, what is
2: going on?
0: There's a there's a different, maybe better world where <laughs> this is the movie that swept the nation instead of Deep Throat. <laughs> maybe there, it's out somewhere out there, <laughs> somewhere. In the multitude of multiverses, I like to think that that's a, a world that exists.
2: So Lucy finishes uh, getting her kiss from a rose, so to speak, as Anna so brilliantly uh, <laughs> amalgamated, uh, and she's like, "Well, I better go check on my uh, fiance again, and maybe if I keep shaking him, he'll wake up."
0: <laughs> well, uh, she,
2: before before she goes back to
0: sleep after after getting off with the rose, and we get another beast sequence.
2: Oh right right right
0: and then yeah and then she wakes up again so we 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 go back in um in media res/flagrante flagrant, delicte uh and the beast is caught up with ramilda and is just like grabbed her from behind and is like sort of I don't know, thrashing around a little bit.
1: And she's face down, clutching her own dress fabric. And we see like her viewpoint shot of just the scenic woods,
0: which are going, moving in
2: and out for some reason. Uh Oh, some unknown reason. It's definitely filmed in humpo vision a couple of times. (laughs) It's just like, oh, I guess. I guess that's what it was like. Do I need to put on my special glasses? Like, what is happening?
0: You will know what it feels like to be Ramilda.
1: No, it's like William
0: Castle had a real bad idea.
1: And we get that that transition from non-consenting to yes. hey, you know, maybe I'm into sex with beast. Maybe <laughs> sex starts, with beast is good.
2: She starts like licking her licking her mouth a lot. Yeah. Which I guess is sexy. Well, they well they cut back and forth between. So there's like yeah. one of her shoes is discarded, and there's a snail on it, sort of yep. like lolling its little snail head around. And cuts to her and her lolling her tongue around and back mm-hmm. to the snail. And it's like, oh, you know, just because you can cut things together doesn't mean you should <laughs> cut things together. But like, obviously, we're supposed it's to a take cool a away- shot effect. It's a look. It's cool.
1: Um, then we get a shot of the beast's ball sack just. <laughs> Shot Cut in there did. for some reason. For some because reason. there was
2: a checklist because the director was like, Oh, we've seen, all right, we've seen his dick, we've seen this, we <laughs> Wait, people are going to wonder if this thing has balls. Despite epilepsy. Eastman has the, nards.
0: The fact that he does. Beast man nice. has nards. Nice.
1: You know, I've never seen that. Oh, man. I don't think I have either.
0: Oh, okay. Neither do I no, want to, you though. Do. It's so good. It's what
2: okay, this is gonna be one of my beloved childhood things that you guys haven't seen and we're watching it. Okay, so here's the funny thing. I've seen that guy we don't have to include this. I've seen that guy's first movie, which is one of my favorite movies. Oh, what was it? It's called Night of the Creeps, and it's fucking right. incredible. I haven't seen that. Oh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to have a tradey trades, I think. Anyways, Corey.
1: <laughs> All right. Back <laughs> to the got? show. Back to the real world where, where Lucy's yes. in her gown. Uh She's, I guess, in the throes of her imagination, experiencing the same things Romilda is. And she is finding her gown a bit restrictive, so she tears her heart.
2: <laughs> her very restrictive, diaphanous <laughs> gown made of exactly one quarter of an ounce of fabric. It's chafing her. Oh, it's too Now my pants are chafing me. You know, it's exactly. good
1: that you bring them chafing now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about it since the beast rubbed his dick against a tree. A terrible way to get off. Not yeah. that I know. Well, you don't have a beast
0: dick. They work different.
1: So yeah, Lucy just, like, rips her, her her diaphanous gown off and strings it between her legs and then flosses with it for a bit <laughs> while we're cutting back and forth between these the, 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 the beast getting off and lucy getting off or trying to it's not quite working
0: well yeah. and then she fully wakes up and she and and she's like huh that was that's this is pretty weird what's going on here well better check on my soon-to-be husband right Maybe this she's is where she checks to but now yeah. she's Finally. completely
1: naked so she has to yes. put her fur coat back on
2: yes yeah her leopard fur coat yeah Oh, I'm far too sexy right now. You know what I need to do to tamp it down? I need to put on a giant fur coat, possibly one of the sexiest things a naked person can put on, and not do it up in any significant way. Just nope. to hold it close. She's I just guess. going down so, the
1: hall. Also, <laughs> by hard. the
2: way, uh I just had a dream about having sex with a beast and now I'm putting on a fur coat. I'm sure there's nothing we can no conclusions we can draw from this. Down the hall I go. <laughs> <laughs> make a good while time. so she now this is she checks on her fella he's sleeping <laughs> she, she hmm. dude you can do what, it or do you want me to do you it's, i don't i'm
0: tired no okay so worry. lucy like decides that it's a good time to cop uh cop a feel of her uh husband-to-be's uh package and he does not like it he like tries to grab her, but he gets her coat instead. So she has to run nudely back
2: to her room. Again. While still not waking up.
1: Yeah. She's, she's, she's just, sort of awake. He's just like, oh, he didn't wake don't up. touch no, no. me. He's like, no,
2: he's just and she's like,
0: damn it, again. Okay. And, and then she's like, you know, this bed post that's shaped like like a, a pine cone. cone. <laughs> like
2: a pine cone. Is real phallic. Like, I just I wonder She just looks at it longingly. And it- at this point, I'm just like, I put nothing past this movie. She I'm might yelling, no, bed. no, not again. No. That's what stopped it. I think that's what stopped it, Corey. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Movie heard you. Thank you. you. Back, through the, back through the years. We don't see her fall back asleep, but we just go back to nope. the dream. Yeah. which now yeah, hard cut. Which now sort of begs the question, what is dream? What is not? I think we're meant to assume that she
0: fell back asleep because I think we see her wake up again after this one. But
2: I guess, yeah, but it's, it's real, it's real cutty, slicey. It's, it's real genuinely it's like... hard
1: to to yeah. parse because you know she's fed ghost stories from her maid about the beast. Yes. And then she comes to this town and then she's shown a portrait of the lady yeah. and her corset and told about you know well, 200 years the beast. And then she sees all of this <laughs> bestiality porn or, or, yes. or erotica. And i do have now sorry, she's ahead. super horny because it's her wedding night mm. Mm. I,
0: I have a hot take on this though can't wait which is that i think matter is also having the same dream but he's dreaming he's the beast
2: damn girl yeah why not why the fuck
1: not sure yeah that's just i mean not there's like not, that
0: that's always felt like probably what's happening
2: that super duper makes sense, especially in light of what uh, is what happens, about yeah. to come up. Fucking <laughs> fascinating. Uh, it is a magical um,
1: situation because everyone in yeah. the house is asleep. Yes, literally everyone. And they're like, oh, we had too much wine at dinner.
0: The dream or vision or whatever it is, is I think we're meant to understand that it's something that did happen in the past. So it's not just a dreamy dream. It's that she had from looking at too many dog pictures. Um, and whatnot. It's also like her seeing, seeing the pa- Ramilda's past. Possibly, po- I mean, she might be sleeping in her room. Sure. And
2: now we're seeing when past as well. <laughs> we sure are. She's all but a, uh, a lariat and a cowboy <laughs> hat away from yelling, hi-o silver, uh, because she is, she, she's, she's doing it. She, she never
1: gets beat- up on it though. She never That's cowgirls.
2: True. She does this not is, cowgirl. That's, that's true. That she, would that might kill her. Probably. I
0: feel like uh, no. No. I mean, well, I mean, she she was able to handle it when she was doing it doggy. So things are
1: flexible. That's the reason people are looking at all these bed knobs
0: and broomsticks. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: yeah,
1: length, but and they do girth. a lot. But
0: they do like Sorry. they
2: do a lot of intercourse. Is what they do. <laughs> it's a lot of frottage. um but we so she she bites
0: she bites his head a little bit not his head yeah he
1: she uses her teeth
0: yeah she sure does
1: well look i mean if if
2: your member can be rubbed against a tree (laughs) with no ill effects then yeah he's not complaining find out how many licks you know whatever what are you gonna do but she's
0: eventually she's just on top of him doing whatever she wants and he's just like Coming and coming and coming, and you see his arms like slowly sort of flop to the ground, and he just sort of goes like, "Oh!"
1: And then he's dead. He Blood comes, comes out death. of his snout. Yep, he dies.
2: He's dead. But what a but what a way to go!
1: It's the most shocking part of the movie. It's just like, <laughs> okay, what?
2: Yep.
0: She she sexed him, and she's like, oh. Well, gee. Back to back mm-hmm. to my life. I'm well lasted, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so Lucy wakes up and she's like, well, I've woken up, so you know what it's time for. It's time to check on my future husband. Maybe he's all horny now. Like, well, he is not down to fuck, but he is down dead to feel.
1: <laughs> yeah, In he's super dead. Which He's I think reinforces so the he was the beast in the dream thing. Yeah. because well, totally. She didn't yeah. have sex with him.
0: No, she just really wanted to.
1: She just really, really wanted to. So much. But being so close to so much real sexual energy killed him. Yes.
0: It, I, it, there's no real answer to this, but it makes sense, like, in terms of structure. And also, like, as we'll find out, Metaure is like, you know, of beastly lineage so yeah if i made this movie which i would never do uh that's what i would be intending
2: um oh by the way uh, uh lucy's as naked as a goddamn jaybird oh yeah she's uh, just been this entire time yeah clothes are no longer part of what
0: lucy's doing in this movie
2: mm-hmm. yeah um and uh and now she runs around screaming he's dead he's dead he's dead and <laughs> yep. while being super duper, duper naked. uh, And he runs into her Aunt Virgin's uh, room. And now she's all freaked out and everybody's awake. And they're like, oh, let's move it downstairs. We got to get this thing. We got to get this thing upstate.
0: By the time everybody showed up and, and Lucy's come back out of her aunt's room, she's she's covered with, I think she's got her coat again or something. Something. Yeah. something. Anyway, and she's got, eventually she's got her coat again.
1: There's a shot of two kids sleeping on a bed. Yup. And they're dragging the body downstairs.
0: Yeah.
1: And Lucy and Aunt Virginia are, like, getting all their stuff together, yep. screaming.
0: Yup.
1: <laughs> yep. and,
0: and the closet opens
1: if any and clarissa come out of the closet naked because they, naked. they, switched, they switched
2: them up they, kids kids you get the bed we'll fuck in the closet never mind that it's a house with nine thousand rooms no 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 they have to make sure the kids are safe
0: there no there's there's is stupid and there's it's gross and there's no justification but i i do think somehow nebulously while it's still very bad it is very slightly better that the kids are on the bed and they're in the closet, because at least they have not locked children in the closet.
1: It's weird, because I think they're doing, like, a parallel thing here with the two kids, yes. and Ifany and Clarissa.
0: Oh, maybe. Just like,
1: and... ah, the two kids. Now they're swapped.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, because they've, yeah, they've totally swapped places, yeah. If it wasn't for the fact that kids are involved in this, it would be a lot funnier.
1: <laughs> but it's like, oh, these people are innocents. Right, Yes. So now good, they, good, they good wander good.
2: out of the wardrobe after getting their Aslan. Well, they don't fit it. They, if you just want to have PIV sex in this movie and you're humans, you're a shit out of luck. You're not going to... Well, they eat. don't actually even bother to come downstairs at any point, though.
1: No.
0: <laughs> They're like... There's just eh. a lot of
1: screaming going on.
2: They're like, maybe we should stay here.
1: Yeah, back
2: back in. Back in the, back in the wardrobe. There's <laughs> a pair of socks I want to try on. <laughs> So now they throw uh, Maddie on a desk, and Pierre goes to call a doctor. To what end? Who's Which he to can't because they tore the phone on the wall. There's no phone, right? Right. Uh, and uh, Virgin very reasonably, takes this opportunity to tear off all of his clothes
1: Undress his corpse. corpse just violently. Yes.
2: Like yeah, really just, violently, like,
0: like, like and, enough so that you, you you're maybe in the moments you have given to wonder, wait,
2: is is Virgin now super super horny? Is this her special thing? Oh God! His hand comes crashing down to the ground. The cast breaks off, and he's got a spooky claw. He's monster. Whoa, and she turns him over
1: and rips his pants off, and she, he's got a tail. Yeah, and a, and
2: a, and it's a, a f- blood on f- Satan's claw.
1: A fuzzy ass taint.
2: <laughs> yes, he's
0: got. He's also his his butt is real hairy, yeah, but also bad. he's got a tail. Yeah, <laughs> he's just got a got a got a fleshy tail.
2: It's yeah, I sex. Watch, that's sex. it's used the, I watched yeah. the movie, like and the I, dog I, does. Oh god! Oh, it's better. See, this is fine. This isn't weird to look just, at because the dog's just no, using his tail.
0: It's still weird to if look at. It was at, his dick. It wasn't weird. I like, did. <laughs> You are misconstruing what i said oh
1: right and I, I forgot to mention that earlier in the bestiality stuff that uh, lucy was looking at there was like a horse pegasus having oh, sex yeah. with a lady so there was just full-on right dick in right. lady
0: uh it goes by pretty fast but you're not wrong <laughs> um anyways anyway so uh yeah Aunt v is like ah the beast the beast Sometimes sometimes when I think about this movie I imagine Jermaine Clement saying the beast and what we do in the <laughs> shadows just for fun
2: if this movie this movie but with the cast of what we do in the shadows oh my god fucking incredible
0: <laughs> wait i want to see that episode too who, who? i mean i guess jermaine's Maturin. i don't see any other way around it
1: uh it could do any kind of pastiche they i would could be happy
0: do we, oh wait, do we get, do we get the, the, the TV cast as well? Cause I really want Matt Berry to be part of this. Like
2: I do. Everything. Oh yeah. You know, you supersize it. You get the You get both <laughs> casts. You get everybody okay. in there. You get all, I you, feel get, like, you get all hands on deck. Yes. I want Matt Berry to be the, to be the uncle in the wheelchair. Matt Berry should play all. Or literally
0: literally anybody else.
1: Okay. It's just, it's yeah. Fine. It's mostly Matt Berry. There's a little Doug Jones in there. <laughs> Uh. Yeah, maybe
2: it's just mostly Matt Berry.
1: Matt Berry oh, plays
2: 90% of the roles. Obviously, Doug Jones plays the, uh, sure. uh, uh, the beast. The, be- the, the beast in costume. This
0: is hilarious because I just finished Discovery Season 1.
2: All right. So, now, so of course, getting back to the part of the movie that's a door slamming flarce, Just as yes. Matt Turin is dead, and he's a beast, and he's got a hairy taint and a tail... No. Ah, uh, Harry Taint, I'm an accounts receiving. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, <laughs> e- that's when the Cardinal shows up. Oh, it's crazy. It's what a wacky court slam. Oh, no, your honor, the,
1: your eminence. Here you are. Here's a screaming lady and a naked lady running out the door. They are getting Whoa, into the Rolls that? Royce. They're driving they away. <laughs> Incidentally on the way. There's yeah. a, a balcony up above the front door where a naked <laughs> couple is that's just right. peeking out.
0: <laughs> and she's and she's dropped a photograph i wonder what that could be of oh a disgusting horse with an erect penis i crumple it in anger and then stick it in my jacket for yes
2: later. he all but runs it under his nose before putting yeah, right. it by, before tucking it into a oh. shirt pocket
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you know what i'm starting to think that borachick doesn't
0: um have good feelings about the church
1: oh well, I mean, like the the cardinal walks in, uncovers Mentorin's oh hairy corpse, and just like, ah, twas beauty slayed the beast.
0: does <laughs> not, no. That's not, they have, they have an intense conversation about bestiality. He's like, that's what happens when human lies with beast. You know, it says in the, you know, what they used to do is they used to kill the person who slept with the beast and also the animal because the animal was also tainted with
2: sin. Once and you got a horny
1: like, lady. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's why I always ask in confession, you know, yeah. you gotta make sure <laughs> blah, blah, blah. The lady looks you gotta horny. make sure
1: the ladies tell you this stuff. Cause they won't even think about it.
2: Yeah. You gotta ask them in
0: great detail.
2: It's essentially Ugh. it is essentially the final monologue from Psycho in that <laughs> yeah. we've watched the craziest shit imaginable and now it's a square up. It's a classic <laughs> old square up where a boring guy walks in and goes, Let me <laughs> let me explain everything that happened yep. here as it people turns out have sex with animals you should not have sex with them except at least in psycho they're explaining like well there's trauma and the brain yeah. splits and blah 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 and i can understand what people make fun of it all the time i can understand why in 1963 you know they felt like we should probably explain this a little and we're going to have to do people just saw a lot of crazy shit they're going to need to come down and it's like oh i can understand that but the priest or the cardinal is just like you know, it's bad when people fuck animals. And it's like, no mm-hmm. shit, Cardinal mm-hmm. Sherlock. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Can we get a Finn? Can we please Finn here?
0: We're Finn, right? Nope, 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 nope. we still uh, we we still need to uh, see how lucy and uh, and her aunt are doing, and they're all snuggled up in their car, driving through a dark city, presumably back to their home and to try to forget everything that happened today. And Lucy falls falls asleep in her, her her aunt's arms and dreams, one last time, about Remilda.
1: Who is burying the monster corpse next to the <laughs> stone pillar oh, um, in a yep. pile of leaves.
0: Like, yep. gonna, that's a big hole to have to dig when you're butt naked.
1: She doesn't even bother. She just no. walks <laughs> her naked ass back home to, I she guess, starts, sire she starts a
0: trotting a little lineage. bit, and she's just, like, it's just real like, well, guess uh, I guess I'll go home.
2: She's walking very okay. And I'm just yeah. going to say that. But yeah, <laughs> she's walking loosely,
0: maybe. But she's, you know, she's like shaking her ass back home. Yep. She she picks up a scrap of clothing so that she can maybe not be totally nude when she gets back. But
1: She's like, oh. I'm definitely not going to write about this in my diary.
0: No, sirree. That's yeah, between diary. me and God. And hopefully not even him. Uh, or her. Or they. Uh, and then the credits roll over quickly over top of this, and to Josh's great relief, we finally
2: have Finn. It's quite a film. The Beast. The Beast.
1: It's the Beast.
2: It's- I love
0: this movie so much. Yeah. It's just so fucking banana pants, and just there. Uh, I really, I really value uniqueness in cinema. And some things can be unique in a bad way where I'm like, okay, you should not have made this. Yes, it's unique, but it's unique and I hate it.
2: Yes. I spit on your grave is unique, but you don't watch it. Right.
0: Right. Like um, there's, there's things that are uniquely gross that I don't want to like necessarily want to see, but this is uniquely weird and uniquely horny and not like, like it's, I mean, it's not, not gross, but it's not stomach churningly gross. It's just weird, gross. It's like I am surprised that a human made this film. And every time I watch it, I can be I can continue to be surprised because there's no upper limit to how surprising this film is. And I just really respect it for that. And I think it's cool and also like, you know, I have weird childhood memories of it. And I was just sort of I was just sort of happy to find out that this weird thing that I vaguely remembered from my past was actually something that was worth seeing and actually re- yeah. really really bonkers and i just like i just kind of love it for being itself and it's not like i'm gonna get my mom to watch it but i don't know i think it's great
2: well that's the thing when you said like well it's not stomach churning in my head i'm like i don't to know me, about- to me specifically yes 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 i am the beholder like i don't know honestly i don't know if i'm gonna have a job when this podcast drops. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I have to look, I have to I look at my contract and see if there's a morals clause. Oh, no. um, because, what have I done? Uh, like, I, I honestly, I don't know who I can recommend this to. I don't know who I can. Watch it with Kayla. I am going to watch it. I will watch it with Kayla at some point because she's like, what was the movie about? And it was like, <laughs> about an hour and 40 minutes. About an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, that's funny. I yeah, because I was like, "There's nothing in it," and she was like, "You must be." I've never seen you rendered speechless. And it's like, it's not. That I did rendered, it. It's not that I'm rendered I mean, speechless.
0: Well, Erin did it, but still.
1: Yes, it's. But I not, don't know what to say. Yeah,
2: I yeah. don't because you can't just be like, "Well, it's about a boy who wants to get married, but there's some problems." Like it's like you know, you can say that, but it doesn't encompass the experience. No, it's uh, yeah, it's like. I don't even know what fucking other direct, because usually you can be like, oh, this is Lynchian. This is Cronenbergian. This is this, this is that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, this is its own. This is a, this is a, look, it's not visionary in that it's going to change the world, but it's like, it's the work of an auteur visionary. This, this dude definitely had a very specific thing that he wanted to commit to celluloid. And Mm -hmm. God damn it. He dunzed it. This is the movie that he wanted. And he got it. I don't know if that means I liked it or didn't like it, but certainly I was never bored and right. I was always surprised. And there is some good acting in it, and some funny lines, and some interesting scenarios. And was it a little hot in places? Yeah, there's some sexy naked hot. ladies. It's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like. But at the end of the day, it's sort of like, what did you think of the it's the it's the funniest question Kayla could ask me. She was like, what did you think? And I'm just like, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what I thought. I'm not sure if I'm ever going to. know. I'm not even sure if it's a good movie. No, it's a, it's a spiff It's a, specific, it's a specific yeah. specific movie. Corey, I've, I'll stop blabbing on. Oh, you. sorry. Yeah, home. I was just
1: I have been wrestling with that basically since I finished watching it, it's because, like, there's good movies I don't like. And yeah. I, I'm i not really willing to say I like the film. Again, I think it succeeded in what it wanted to do. But I don't even know if it's a good movie, even though it's a successful movie.
0: Yeah, fair. That's I a don't great even know it. if I think it's a good movie per se. Like, I'm not, like, I do love it because of it, be, for, for the reasons I said, but I don't know if I'm like, yeah, this is a real solid piece of cinema. It's a, it's an astonishing piece of cinema. I don't know that that makes it
2: good, but I do think it's art. It's real weird art. Yeah. I think all of the things that we're saying means that it is like, probably it does the thing it set out to do. A successful film is definitely a fine way to put it, but it's just mm. like, And so in that way, like, you don't love it. It's not fucking Birdemic. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't like, (laughs) it's not, it's not so bad. It's good. And it's not, it's not campy. And it's not like, it's not. I looked on Letterbox after this, and there were a lot of people who were like, watch this with a big crowd of people. And I was no. like, how are you out of your fucking mind? God, no, what they would leave in the first hour
1: and miss the last half hour, <laughs> yeah. which is where they all the, leave the thing, thing happens. Yeah. The, second
2: that a, the second that a fucking giant horse dick comes she up floppity-flipping right. on the screen- People would just be like, if I showed that my friends hate that I watch horror movies, Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, you're bad. Like you've become a bad person because you watch horror movies more. I can't even fucking imagine I would be sued for assault. I'd be in the goddamn clink. If I tried to show people this movie, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably shouldn't watch this movie. I don't probably
0: not unless it's like, I mean, unless it sounds like maybe you do I just,
2: Watch some cock but more cock less cock. You know, like it's extremely cock toe. Yeah, without the toe. Well, but that no, it's not the It's got the, toe- right? the cock. It's got the cock and the toes. I <laughs> know. <laughs> it's like okay,
1: so it's like really rare to see female sexuality presented as a thing and then examined and. Like, the idea of aggressive femininity destroying masculinities is, is, you know, a fun thing to dwell on. Uh, And just how powerful to to fuck a beast to death. Like, none of the the fantasy or fairy tales or literature have that. Like, I guess maybe the, what, paper fake princess? It's just like, you make a deal with the dragon, I guess? Sure. Yeah. And I mean, the Dragon of this... making company. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's true. It's true that the it's like, but I, the word that pop, the phrase that popped in my head as you were saying, like, yes, it is rare that we see like this sort of female empowerment and sexual empowerment, and she literally fucks somebody. And it, but in my head, I was like but at what cost, my friends? (laughs) Not like this. Surely you didn't want it like this. I'm not here to Mm -hmm. assume what, what a woman thinks and doesn't think, but it's like, I'm sure if I said to my friends, this like I have a friend who just saw uh fucking uh don't worry, darling. And she was like, it's definitely a story about the you know power of women and the toxicity of men. And like you could say that about this too, but I'm not gonna say, oh, if you like that, you should watch this movie.
0: Like it's like Yeah, I'd be like, you know what? If that's what you're looking for, maybe maybe Colossal is your next step. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not this though. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Okay, for, for for a lot of really funny reasons, I think Colossal and Don't Worry, Worry Darling are a hilarious double feature.
1: <laughs> hmm. Again, just like this one would match, Sorry to Bother You.
0: Right, yes, correct.
2: Oh, I forgot that I had to watch that too. I'm now super- Oh, it's okay. I, well, I'm, I'm still going to watch it, but oh, i please now- do. Very, very 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 curious what the <laughs> overlap could possibly be you're going to be so surprised well i'm not I mean,
0: going to
1: tell you you're not telling you i'm not no, but no, but no i'm not a, anybody I'm not who a,
0: tells you anybody who tells you anything about sorry to bother you beyond maybe the basic premise is a, is is a jerk and robbing you of the full experience that's all i know about a I guy just, who
1: can't. works in a call center that's the yeah. premise yep.
0: that's I'd why play. i watched it <laughs>
2: <laughs> although now that
1: both of you are
2: like we're not, gonna, soundtrack. we're not gonna tell it well boots riley is exactly incredibly yeah. talented man Tunyards, yards
1: wait he's in Tunyards? yards no he's no Tunyards. yards
2: also does the, uh, they oh, both work on the soundtrack boots riley yes, boots yes. riley yes yes directed I, though and uh his band the coop was great um yes. but now that both of you are like we're not gonna tell you what the overlap is i assume there's beast dick in it i have to like yeah yeah Possess. oh well um what else it's not like there's like oh there's also a man in a wheelchair in this
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what a, it's like have you seen x-men there's a there's a real strong connection between those films
1: oh no
2: now i'm imagining the Beast with kelsey Grammer's voice I hate oh it. God. I hate you all. That's <laughs> it. You know what? This episode's done. I'm Josh Kagan. You can find me at Josh A. Kagan at Instagram.
1: Hello, I'm Coriander Dickinson. You can find me at AppsLog on Twitter.
0: I'm Anna Wasserman. You can find me at GoldSarcasmium on Instagram and Twitter if you wish to register a complaint. Thanks! <laughs> have, a great, have a great day, everybody.
1: The Beast! the beast (laughs) the next episode is 1987's prince of darkness